I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new Mattress Topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0, Regularly $79.96, now only $39.98, and king size just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com And good morning, everybody. Um, our two-minute mark uh, as we come on to, uh, to Frank's Beach, coming on Frank's Beach here on this uh, Wednesday morning, November 29th. Uh, get ready to go. Uh, it is 8 o'clock on the East Coast. we got a busy show this morning. Uh, we have a big news headline. It's big. We're going to cover that. Uh, I've got interviews uh, right now, one of which is a January 6th Patriot that you probably never heard of. He basically sat on Nancy Pelosi's desk. We're going to cover some January 6th stuff. Uh, Pelosi and Pence led the coup, and I'm going to prove it in today's show. And you better be fired up. And you federal goons that are listening to this show better start doing your job. All right? Don't make us uh, come in and clean up your mess. That's my morning message. I'm so ticked off this morning. Uh, don't, don't mess with us. Don't take our stuff. Get her done. Okay? Get her done. Okay. All right. And uh, we'll begin with um, uh, previously on the Pete Santilli Show. Deb Jordan, good morning to you. Get ready to go. Yep. We got 30 seconds mm-hmm. uh, to kick off. Good morning, Rumble. Uh, we got a special treat at 9 o'clock. There's going to be a new uh, financial show. We got to give you financial news. Absolutely. At 9 o'clock. Uh, if you've never heard of Craig uh, Winklewitz, uh, he's coming on at 9 o'clock for an important update. And we'll tell you all about that here uh, in just a couple seconds. Four, three, two. We'll see you on Previously the- on the Pete Santilli Show. All of you freaking goons that are listening right now, you leftards, okay, that are so afraid. See, you want to cancel me and have canceled me because you're afraid of what I'll say to everybody else. You CIA pukes who I'm about to bury, okay, in this episode, no other talk show host has found you out in the fashion that you funneled $10 billion to open AI, which now threatens humanity. You did that CIA at Langley and we're coming after you. My retribution president is. Now, by the way, you might consider this to be Violent right-wing rhetoric. I don't care what you spin my efforts to save humanity. I don't care how you spin my words to threaten, you call it threatening, 
the communists because you better bet your bottom dollar that every communist listening to my voice right now better feel threatened. UN Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 organization. Mm -hmm. He never speaks of that. If I could hear RFK Jr. say, I spent decades helping the environmental companies like Center for Biodiversity, the Sierra Club, and all those, and I helped them destroy America, and I denounce what they've done. If I hear him say that, I might even consider voting for him, but he won't. You know why he won't? He won't because he is a covert operative. That's well, why. Because in, in certain regards, in this regard, it's not. What was that? Because the Kennedys, his grand, his um, grandfather, mm. uh, helped to create the Sierra Club, and yeah. you know, the the founder spent much, very much time with Joe Kennedy as Robert Kennedy said in his biography, at the compound, right? At the Kennedy compound. Yeah. He grew up with it. That's right. And the Kennedys helped create the, uh, the environmental movement in this country. Let's be very clear on the monument issue. Uh, it depends on it. Are these federal monuments or these state or these city monuments? The citizens in these areas need to rise up and make their voice heard. I don't now. Now, um, I, I, I do. Uh, <laughs> Well, wow, tr trying to make this short here uh, on this on this topic, but I uh, um, if it is very dangerous to start removing things. I'm not saying that all the it's appropriate. Some some of these some of these statues it may not be appropriate to display anymore. But you got to figure out first who owns the statue, and and then second, uh, uh, then that the, whoever owns that statue, uh, there needs to be a reasonable conversation and dialogue. I'm not, maybe some are not appropriate to show anymore, but at the same time, it's extremely dangerous to start wiping out history and is extremely dangerous. So, but it all depends, you know, if it's a city, I, I don't like what's gone on in Charlottesville, Virginia and there, but it depends on who owns these. And then the citizens have to rise up. And this is where I talk over and over again, you've got to rise up and show up to these meetings and say something. Don't let them get away with just you know, destroying history. Don't let them. They're so cute. I just want to hug them all to death. I just want to squeeze the life out of them. Yeah, you might want to control that. Okay. Hello, young lady. Want to go get some ice cream? Yeah. Great, let's go. Excuse me, what do you think you're doing? We're getting ice cream. You want to join? No, and my daughter doesn't want to join either. Actually, she does want to join. Yeah, Mommy, I want ice cream. Are we done here? Jenny, come with Mommy. I want ice cream. Come with Mommy. Hey, Jenny, if you change your mind, we'll be here in this car. Nice. Reserve the option for later. Look at the tits on that one. Yeah. He needs to lose a few pounds. Did you know that childhood obesity is the number one Gentlemen, cause? 
Oh, hello, officer. One, one second. second, please. It's the number one cause of early onset diabetes. You know what? I think I did know that. What can we do for you, officer? We've had a few complaints. Can I ask you what you're doing here today? We're trying to coax that little girl into our car, but her mom's being a real pain in the ass. We're just kind of waiting for a, an opening. <laughs> Get her by herself. common bond truly freedom freedom without freedom you can't be a christian no matter what denomination you belong to you can't be a buddhist you can't own a donut shop you can't drive from here to oregon you can't be an american because that's what it's all about and it's the only thing that it's all about nothing else Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand. Good morning, everybody. Um, I want to sound overly happy because I'm not, okay? I'm very upset, and I just got to get this out. I have a full show. You Listen, if um, uh, today you're out and about, buzzing around, you can't catch the entire show, welcome to the live stream. Uh, right now, if you're on Rumble, uh, welcome Rumble. Rumble just doing an unbelievable job. Hold on. Where do I have noise? There you go. I got that background noise. Uh, coming from Karen's line. There we go. Shut down. Uh, so here's what we have in store for you. Uh, this morning, I'm going to cause everybody uh, to have a stroke, first of all. Um, so just get prepared. Uh, get settled in. You don't want to miss this first hour. I'm going to lay, lay out a case here. Uh, President Trump has filed a bombshell motion, bombshell motion, essentially just blowing. Uh, well, we we're about to see just how how deep the coup d'etat runs all the way to the federal judiciary, and it has for quite some time, and that's going to be part of my rant. Uh, but his motion um, exposes the January 6th Fed surrection, and they're not going to allow that to happen because we're – uh, we, we've been in a coup, but I'm going to lay out a case here. Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence led the coup. They did. They're the front face of the coup. They led the coup. It was a coup d'etat uh, that were just, you know, by uh, uh, the most legal and peaceful means necessary for exercising all of our due process rights or constitutional rights were 
trying to clean up the media. We're trying to awaken everybody to it. So my main focus is not to in, incite anyone to do anything other than restore our constitutional republic. But make no mistake about it. Um, there will be a point in time, and it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, it really depends on whether or not Klaus Schwab, uh, George Soros, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, uh, and all of them, just list them all, if they're willing to just say, okay, you guys won, and we give up, and they walk away, and they give us our country back. I, I don't feel optimistic that that's going to happen. So uh, what I will say is those freaking communists and terrorists that will stop at nothing, including killing us, they've already killed 600,000, all right? And in, and in this spirit, they've already killed 600,000. Tom Brents yesterday, I discovered that DARPA was involved in aerosolizing SARS-CoV-2 in August of 2019. Declassified documents, DARPA, aerosolizing SARS-CoV-2. COVID was aerosolized. It's in declassified documents, August of 2019. Then September of 2019, the Wuhan lab lake. Satellite photos, we got that, right? Military came in. October, the CIA and the CCP's CDC director did event 201 and said, what are we going to do in this tabletop scenario? Fake exercise to, uh, to suppress any information about a lab leak. Well, one month prior, there was a lab leak. That's why they were concerned about how they were going to use all of the top influencers and corporations and media to suppress the information about the lab leak. This is in uh, October of 2019, event 201. Nobody knew how to spell COVID. January. This is all done as part of the coup d'etat. The CIA knew about it. They were in the room at event 201. The CCP was part of it. They had to get Joe Biden in because he was the CCP operative and is to this day. He is one of the elite captured. All right. Nancy Pelosi, I will show you. She got caught, her CNN and her documentary film crew on January 6th. Talking to Mike Pence, staging, you know, uh, the narrative. They got caught and you're going to see that. Nice find by the redacted crew. Nice find. Nailed them. They literally scripted the crap about the telephone calls with Pence. And Pence was, you know, that freaking pedophile, Pence. That's uh, what they say. Yeah, he's more, more than willing to play along, of course, because he's got so much luggage over his head. He probably has, you know, how many pictures of him banging little boys. Uh, I'm going to say that he does until he can prove he doesn't, okay? Because that's how they capture these people. So Pence, Pelosi, part of the coup. We're gonna we're gonna lay into that. And I have you on the screen, Deb. Don't worry about me steamrolling you with okay. narrative here. Um, I just want you uh, to join me now. Let's say hello. And um, how am I gonna start this? You know, I'm gonna start it. I know how I'm going to start it, patriotically. Let me finish my thought. Everybody needs to know we must be prepared as the front line of defense 
in our country. They mm-hmm. destroyed the border. They destroyed our Constitution. Um, there is no Biden regime. It is a Biden wrecking ball. To Biden wrecking ball. They're destroying our country intentionally. And I'm going to say this. President Trump won't. I will. Um, once given proper authority to do so, all right? First of all, everyone needs to form a militia in your county. You need to create one right away. And if you're not involved in that and you're just sitting in the freaking chat room feeding and consuming crap and expecting somebody else to save your country, please exit. Please go. Please. We have to do something. Even if you say, ah, you know what? I'm, all I'm going to do is be a stamp licker. I'm not all, you know, I'm not into the whole Pete Santilli um, Marine Corps thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. You got to do something. Rosie the Riveter, you know, what did she do? She didn't go shoot anybody, right? She's, she was popping rivets. Everybody needs to do something. I need all hands on deck right now. Become a precinct committee member. Become a poll watcher. Become something. You must do something. Because we are this close. And don't go by the polls, okay? I think that that's a psyop. That, that's going to cause people uh, to sit at home. Because, you know, be, because Americans generally are pathetic, okay? Pathetic feeders. They are. Snap out of that and say, no, I'm not. Our audience is not, right? That's our, right. Our audience, when they come in, they mash that. You know, I give you guys little tasks. You mash the rumble button, right? Because we as a group, uh, we've got a free way to get some advertising and share the message and build an army of people that are ready to take up arms at the appropriate time to defend our nation. We have to. We have no choice. They're going to come and kill us. They're already doing it covertly. Do I need to remind you? All right. They got bioweapons labs. They lie, 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 lie. They have um, Hunter Biden laptops. They lie, 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 lie. You got the FBI uh, running around chasing down grandmas that took selfies, you know, in the rotunda. But guess what they don't do? Uh, months and months and months of zero activity in researching the known CCP bioweapons lab in California. Did you know that? The CCP uh, uh, run FBI, okay, will hunt down your grandma for taking a selfie in the rotunda. They'll use all our sophisticated technology. But the FBI, uh, right now, you disgusting, filthy freaking pigs, okay? My retribution president, I think, needs to have a controlled demolition, okay? Blow the freaking thing up. I want, like, the Sands Hotel. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Destroy. Pick up the phone, call them, and say, you have 30 seconds to evacuate, right? Blast the freaking FBI building. Grab all their money. Shut that freaking godforsaken place down just for one not not for what they've done all the stuff i talk about for one thing that they did which was nothing in researching the bioweapons lab in northern california all right just for that alone just for that alone proves that you're a freaking overtaken communist operation okay and i hate communists and we're going to prepare and have the mindset uh to not be kidnapped by you. And if you shoot at us, we will shoot back. I've said that 
for years now. We are prepared to stand and fight in defense of our country. And you are an enemy. So I suggest you get the frig out of our way. Get out of our way and wait for our retribution president to come down. And, you know, it's a controlled demolition. That's what I'm calling for. I'm not calling for violence against the FBI. And I'm not. We're a defensive people, okay? We're a defensive people. When we come back, I'm going to kick off the show. First of all, I'm going to say a prayer for our nation. Mm. I say a prayer for everybody that's tuned into this broadcast. Say a prayer. We're going to begin, before I start digging in, causing everybody to have a coronary, with a very uh, special prayer. Lord, I, I pray we're gathered together in your name. We pray, we pray, we pray that we have the unity, the, the uh, have our spirit combined to give us all the strength because we are so much stronger together. Uh, and, and, and Lord, it actually strengthens uh, the, the weak. They may not know, they may not know what to do. And Lord, we have compassion for them as well. Please bring them up. Make us strong so that we can fight your fight. Make, make us strong so that everyone is inspired uh, to do their part. That if each individual does and pours their energy, whatever it is, whatever they decide to do, uh, that we are inconquerable. We pray for these things in the name of the almighty uh, Jesus Christ, the king of the universe, I pray. I pray, I pray, I pray everybody's inspired. Now, I'm going to ask you, all right, uh, to do your part. You know, if you say, I'm just going to be a Rosie to the River, or, you know, uh, I'm just going to be a Stamplet, whatever, do your part. Take it baby steps. I will lead the uh, charge here. You can't jump to the Second Amendment if you don't know how to push the First Amendment out there, all right? Mash that rumble button. Get us some free advertising. We are going to prepare the battlefield for his coming. Every tongue confess. Jesus is Lord. Isn't he? Okay, stay right there. When we go on the other side, we're going to begin with something special, and then you'll hear from a January 6th patriot. So stay right there. Do not go away. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. 
MySlipper's patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love my slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns? natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. It's got a little glitch here and there, but it's fine. Okay. Much better there. Mm -hmm. What is that? Wow. Okay. Little glitch? Mm-hmm. All right. Just give me just a second, okay? I need to get something fixed because things are about to blow it up. Hmm? You hear that? That fan? Was that 80, 90% there? There we go. So I'm not going to, in the month of December, that's it. I'm not going to mention uh, uh, buy optimizers, okay? This is in, in advance of what I'm about to do. I'm on a 21-day Pete's Fat Farm uh, <laughs> program. Every other day I'm going to be fasting, and I'm very serious about it. Mm -hmm. If you want to join me, all right, uh, you can, Cyber Monday deal. What's the date today? Oh, it's the 29th. Okay, mm -hmm. I got to change that. Uh, you can get your deal, use promo code Pete. Here's the bottom line. You need to get good sleep, magnesium breakthrough, all right? Get good sleep. I'm getting good sleep, aren't I? You are. Yes. Secondly, yeah. I'm on a 21-day plan. Get yourself on keto. If you want to do an every other day fast and compare notes, at the end of that 21 days, buy optimizers and my this program that I'm going by. And, and let me tell you what buy optimizers is doing and why all of a sudden I'm becoming healthful we got to get in fighting shape folks what happens we're on run out of gas you got a bunch of stuff you need to walk and carry a lot of stuff are you prepared to do that can you do that are you in good cardio shape can you carry your lovely bride over a creek you know can you stuff like that you need to be thinking about that nobody's going to be harmed by me suggesting that you get in shape for that Trust me, it's coming. We're, we're in trouble. So uh, I'm going to be getting in fighting shape. Buy Optimizers is going to be helping me do that, and that's why I've selected them uh, as our sponsor. All right? So buyoptimizers.com forward slash Pete. Use promo code Pete. There we go. Now, let's kick this thing off. Uh, Deb Jordan. Yes, sir. Mm. I have a Patriot that I'm going to share with 
our listening audience. Mm -hmm. uh, and before we do that, let's uh, get into a, uh, a patriotic spirit. Okay. I love this. Mm -hmm. And everybody should. Um, let's get into a, a patriotic spirit right now. Um, and uh, then I'm going to bring to you a January 6th Patriot. Wait till you hear what he has to say. You're you're going to be, mm -hmm. you're going to be blown away. All right. And we'll get to our top news headline. I promise you, I won't blow it off like I did yesterday. Right? <laughs> Didn't I do that? Somebody just called it Pete's Pork Chop Platoon. Uh, pork <laughs> Chop Platoon. There you go. I like it. He eats a lot of protein on the days he's not fasting. He's not cheating either. He's staying very, uh, very diligent. Very. All right. Let me delete this. Delete shot. There we go. All right. Here we go, folks. You ready? Uh, I want you to enjoy this. This is how I began uh, my day patriotically. And I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Here it is. Ready? Mm-hmm. Pia Toscano in the singing of God Bless America.
It's our home, sweet home. Always chanting, hang Mike Pence, hang Nasty Pelosi. I did rub my on Nasty Pelosi's desk, but that's not one of my charges. You rubbed your keister on Nancy Pelosi's desk, sir. I want. I want. Do you have a picture of that? Do you have any? Oh, you are like an American hero. No, you know, you know. Um, they had brought it up that uh, we had staffers cringing behind desks because I was in the building. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Um, I actually ran into a staffer. He was wearing his suit and he looked all nice. The rest of us have been outside at a Trump rally since 530 in the morning, freezing our butts off. It was like 25 degrees that day or something. Um, he looked all nice and prim and proper. And I was like, look, there's a Pelosi staffer. And he was like, no, I'm one of you guys. I'm a Trump supporter. And we're like, no, I'm not dressed like that. You're not. And he was like, are you guys looking for Pelosi's office? And he showed us the way. So I had actually taken pictures, which they had. And there was a staffer who led me to Pelosi's office. Um, I opened the door, so I feel bad for the guy who took a picture at the desk and got like five years or something, but I opened up the door, I looked inside, I saw a little room, uh, the other guys were like, wow, this is Pelosi's office, and I was unimpressed, I rubbed my ass on her desk and walked out. But then again, uh, let's all admit that it's overwhelming the number of people that have been rounded up because of this January 6th hoax, okay? Uh, a leftist narrative that we now know um, is it's, it's just a self-feeding, you know, uh, color revolutionary frenzy. That's all it's been. And a lot of lives have been impacted. And I did not know the name of my next guest uh, until the past 24 hours. And I was almost embarrassed. Uh, while at the same time, uh, I've been through the list of all the defendants and, and did my darndest try to, to keep up with all the defendants and their family members and, and help out, you know, on the, you know, the legal cases behind the scenes anyways. Uh, but George Riley, he's got... Um, a story to tell and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of step aside a little bit I'm gonna let you hear from him because he's gonna be able to articulate as he just did prior to this interview very quickly what he's all about he asserted when I gave him a little bit of quote-unquote advice as to how to how to do his time um, in the Marine Corps we call it time in the suck 
right? You've already been through that. If you can get through that time in the suck and do your time and get out, you know, if that's not for you, uh, we military people know how to do that. We'll come out and get discharged, but you're forever changed. Uh, and nothing is more difficult than those circumstances that you go through when you're in the military. So although he's going to be reporting um, after having been arrested, tried, convicted, we'll hear about his story, uh, but now he's scheduled to report for a 18-month sentence tomorrow morning. So we wanted to bring him on right away. George, you know, first of all, I want to apologize on behalf of our country. You would have never thought when you joined the military that your country would be uh, this disgusting, that it would do this to any Americans, let alone a army veteran of, of your stature. Um, you would have never thought that. I never did when I was in the Marine Corps. Never would have thought that my country would do this, but but it is. It is what it is, right? But you, aren't you kind of shocked that things have gotten this bad? I'm very shocked that anybody would tolerate communism being part of our government. Amen to that. Very well said. And we're not going to tolerate it. And now uh, you're, you know, we're law-abiding citizenry. Uh, we go through the due process. Do, if due process doesn't work, we exercise our First Amendment, and that's what this conversation is about. Do you believe that you were wrongfully charged, convicted, now sentenced? Yes, I do, sir. Uh, in my indictment, in the first picture, uh, they show me walking through open doors. In my indictment, on the second picture, they show me taking a picture of us talking to the Capitol Police. I don't know what's wrong with any of that. The Capitol Police told us we could go in. While we were already in, they changed their mind. And then they seemed like they took it, took it out on us. Um, it's not like I could just leave the building after they told us, hey, they didn't want us in there anymore. Uh, they tried to kill us. They surrounded us with shields in the last room we were in, and they proceeded to try to crush us. Uh, I had women in my arms, and I was trying to flex my arms and try to give them room to breathe. There was no room to inhale or exhale. Uh, the lady in my right arm, she cried out that she thought her bones were going to uh, crack. Um, it wasn't until one of the uh, Capitol Police officers got pulled into the crowd and uh, one of the other officers grabbed his jacket and tried to pull him back. And I yelled out to the officer, we're not going to hurt your friend. And I told them if he just, they just let us go, we would just leave. And then we did. We just left. Um, we did stay there and we did continue to protest. But um, it was the entire thing is really hard to explain, but it was very peaceful. The whole time we were constantly engaging in dialogue with Capitol Police officers. So I really don't feel like we did anything wrong. I really didn't see any kind of violence when I was in there, with the exception of I was in the room when the guy came in and uh, ex fire extinguished six Capitol Police officers. Um, the news tried to say that he later threw the fire extinguisher and hit a, a police officer and killed him. And I tried to tell everybody that didn't happen. He ran back out of the room. I went back into the room. There was nobody in that room to throw a fire extinguisher at. Um, and then when the Capitol Police wanted to leave the building, we let them out. 
And the lady that was in my left arm while they were crushing us uh, hugged every Capitol Police officer on the way out the door, and I patted them on the back. And I've heard several people see, say that they've seen that video. Personally, I haven't seen any of the videos. I didn't get any of my due process. I was not able to have the discovery given to me. Um, they told me, my attorney actually told me that the reverse proffer that gave me the video that they made to prosecute me was just as good as discovery. And that what is what up. is what is that uh, what is that attorney's name? What is Lawler? Michael Lawler. What is it? Michael Lawler. Michael Lawler. L a w l o r. Is yes. he a court appointed CJA attorney? He's a court appointed private attorney, yes, sir. Uh, oh, okay. He was a uh, private attorney, but uh, the, the court appointed him, um, right? Appointed what? to be my representative, yes, sir. Wow. And my judge said he was great and he was never concerned with my due process. He was never concerned about me feeling like I was getting my fair shake. Instead, he just spent all his time trying to push the. Um, prosecution's agenda and their plea bargain deal on me. What's the name of your judge? Judge Meta. Oh, Judge Meta. <laughs> yeah, he needs a red robe. You know, he's a, he's working for working for the communists in several other cases as well. But you know what? Listen, I I don't want to uh, I don't want to get you in trouble because you're going to be in their custody. Okay, and I, I want you to just get in, get out. You have a family. Let's back up a couple seconds. They also tried to force you to express uh, remorse, turn on President Trump, turn on your country. You didn't do that, uh, but you did express remorse, didn't you? Yes, I did, sir. Uh, my sentencing consisted of my judge and my prosecutor trying to make me accept that there was no voter fraud, and it was so bad that my Democrat uh, attorney that I had went out and got for myself um, he said that he could tell that they were trying to make me accept it. And he told the judge, you can't make him believe what we believe. He said, we, I have a right to disagree. And um, when they came up and they said, I didn't have remorse, I said, I do have remorse. I have remorse that my elected officials didn't stand up to the voter fraud. Uh, the the uh, courts didn't stand up to the voter fraud, and they left it up to we, the people, to stand up to voter fraud. And I don't have any shame or feel like I have any guilt about anything I did that day. Amen. In fact, uh, I also said the founding fathers would have probably been disappointed in me that we came all the way out there and didn't shoot anybody. Oh, you did that. Did you say that in court? No, I didn't say that last part in court. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I hereby I support that message. Listen, you and I know if we wanted to insurrect, I wouldn't have brought women. I would have actually told the women to get out of the way, and uh, we would have we would have been there. We did not. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be uh, right back, continuing uh, with Mister. Riley, we'll be I'm right back. to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original mice.
four layer design that you're not gonna find in any other slippers. My slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are gonna love my slippers that I'm extending my 60 day money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. I don't think you have any audio long, so on the commercials. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500 year old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. I know why I went. I went there. I went there to be president. Uh, I went because my president called me, and I yeah. thought that the Civil War was going to kick off, and I was not going to let that happen without me being there. Amen to that. What branch of the service were you in, and what capacity? Tell everybody proudly, sir. I was a scout sniper with the 101st, and then I became a 240 gunner machine gunner. Amen to it's that. It's a 49-inch long machine gun that replaced the M60 machine guns. It fires 1,050 rounds a minute of 308 Winchester. What did it say? Ooh, uh. Ooh, ooh, uh. ooh uh. That's right. Or ooh, in the Marine Corps. All right, sir. So you have been sentenced wrongfully. Uh, have you, you have so many appeal issues just through this conversation. Have you filed for an appeal? Uh, no, sir. Um, I was told that I could have my rights as long as I had them in front of a jury of my BLM. 
Yes, you went, sir. You went all the way through trial and you were convicted. I was not going to go to trial. Uh, they told me I could either get a felony in 18 months or I could get a felony in 56 to 72 months and have my rights in front of a jury of my BLM. Mm -mm -mm. This is incredible. So you took a plea deal. You accepted uh, 18 months. Uh, you have a family getting it out, get away. Uh, you know, considering that they overcharged you, uh, they over-sentenced you anyway, even through that plea deal. Did you break anything? Did you cause any damage? Did you uh, harm any police officers? Did you do any of that? No, sir. I, I could understand maybe I'm guilty of parading in a Capitol building. I did go down the hallways chanting, hang Mike Pence, hang Nasty Pelosi. I did rub my ass on Nasty Pelosi's desk, but that's not one of my charges. You rubbed your keister on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Sir, I want, I want, do you have a picture of that? Do you have any, oh, you are like an American hero. No, you know, you know um, they had brought it up that uh, we had staffers cringing behind desks because I was in the building. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Um, I actually ran into a staffer. He was wearing his suit and he looked all nice. The rest of us had been outside at a Trump rally since 530 in the morning, freezing our butts off. It was like 25 degrees that day or something. Um, he looked all nice and prim and proper. And I was like, look, there's a Pelosi staffer. And he was like, no, I'm one of you guys. I'm a Trump supporter. And we're like, no, I'm not dressed like that. You're not. And he was like, are you guys looking for Pelosi's office? And he showed us the way. So I had actually taken pictures, which they had. And there was a staffer who led me to Pelosi's office. Um, I opened the door, so I feel bad for the guy who took a picture at the desk and got like five years or something, but I opened up the door, I looked inside, I saw a little room, uh, the other guys were like, wow, this is Pelosi's office, and I was unimpressed, I rubbed my on her desk and walked out. Oh, man, what, all right, so very few people have had a look at the inner sanctum. What, t tell us what your impression was when you went in there. Was it disheveled? Was it nasty? Uh, is it, uh, you know, what, what did it feel like when you were in there? Uh, t tell me. Um, there's a video I saw on Twitter where they were saying that uh, they were doing a recreation of January 6th and they showed people getting a tour and they were walking around looking at things. And a lot of my experience was that. I mean, you can't walk into those rooms and see those beautiful paintings and not lose your breath. I don't care who you are. Wow. Um, very wow. impressive sculptures and things. And I had said many times, I, I wish we had a tour with our takeover of the Capitol. Um, that way I knew what it was I was looking at. But so, again, we were in constant dialogue with the Capitol Police and a wow. lot of them didn't feel like they needed to tell us to leave or they had a problem with us being there. So you were in awe. As you were, well, now you, you know, what they consider to be an illegal act of you, but you went uh, into, let's say, a restricted area, but you were in awe as a patriot uh, in the presence of those, you know, those historic yes, artifacts. Wow. Wow. That's an interesting answer to in a fact, question um, like that. None of, the, none of the doors were locked in the Capitol. 
So uh, at one point I had walked out onto the balcony and uh, people had disputed how many people came to our rallies. And so I took selfies and I took pictures of the crowd to show how many people were there at the rally that day. And uh, an old security guard, he must have been in his like late 70s, he was a much older gentleman, came out and he said, hey, you guys are not allowed to be here. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, sir, I didn't know. The door was unlocked and I just came out here. And I got everybody to go inside and we just left and there was no problems. And that was what most of my day was like. You know, uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, chances are highly likely. I can't speak for him, of course, but highly likely that a lot of other people like myself may not have heard of your name. President Trump being one of them. And I'm going to say this right now. You need to be one of the first ones walk out the door as soon as he comes in at 12.01 of January 20th of tw right 2025. I want you to be one of the first ones. And I'm going to do everything I can to greet you, dude. You are an American patriot. It, it, just for what you said and you, and you, listen, we're trained. We're, we swore an oath. It never expires. And I think you're speaking in that patriotic duty to stand up for our constitution. And I, I that's how I'm taking your words. So uh, we share a common bond as veterans. Uh, I want you to speak to President Trump. Why should he sign off on your name to pardon you to have you walk out the door uh, in just a little bit over uh, 12 months? Well, you know, uh, I think that I especially drove them crazy because when I came out, I had given interviews and I finished my interview with, by the way, I'm your local Republican representative. and. They were like, excuse me. And at the time, I was the president of the Sacramento Republican Assembly. I was a corresponding secretary on the state board for the California Republican Assembly. I was secretly running for president of the California Republican Assembly. And I was a state delegate to a senator uh, who I will not say his name, but uh, for the California Republican Party. And they ran it all over the news, all up and down California, and demanded my resignation. And I had a lot of my friends turn on me, and uh, I felt very betrayed. And I told them that I would ask my club. I wasn't going to just resign, but um, enough of my members uh, said that they thought I should step down, that I resigned from all my, all my seats, and I gave up all of my credentials. And... Now I, I guess I'm just free, but um, I feel like it cost me a lot. And uh, I've been being persecuted for the last three years. Um, for example, if, if I had an overdue library book, you know, normally people would be like, well, it's 26 cents for your overdue library book. But for you, we'd like to have a hearing and we'd like to talk about January 6th and how you impacted our lives. And so I feel like I've been demonized and persecuted for about three years now. Wow. Uh, now, your family, you have a family. Uh, I, I take it. Can you tell us about your family? And, and, and I say this not to, you know, uh, appeal to the emotions of, uh, of the viewers. You have a family that's impacted. It's not just you that has had your life destroyed. They want their pound of, uh, of flesh from the American family. 
and that's extended to your family. How many family members do you have? Yes, sir. Uh, you're frozen there. Hold on a second. We'll let you come back. Hold on. Um, there you go. I, I live with my girlfriend and her two sons from a previous marriage. Your girlfriend and uh, and and two sons from a previous marriage. How is she taking all this? Um, she's probably gonna fall apart when I leave. Um, we also just we have a, a year and a half old. I have a year and a half old daughter with her, and I've been telling everybody she's gonna be five foot. Oh, hold on a second. You broke up. We got a bad connection here. You told her she's going to be five foot what? I told everybody she's going to be five foot tall when I get home, and and I worry that she won't remember me. So sad. That's sad. Yeah, yeah, that's sad. I know that that break that breaks your heart, right? Um, when I went uh, through my situation, that was uh, the toughest thing. Is the you know the the people on the outside, uh, obviously. But listen. Um, there's something called the Patriot Mail Project, okay? And something I benefited from, it started when I was in. I used to get hundreds of letters from Patriots um, every single day, uh, in fact. Uh, so we're going to make sure that we get you on the Patriot Mail Project list so that Patriots can uh, can send letters to you. You can write them back. That way you'll, you'll know while you're in there uh, that there's a lot of like-minded individuals that are hearing your voice right now that they'll stay in contact with you. Make sure that, um, uh, make sure your girlfriend stays connected to, you know, to other family members and, and patriots and tell her to stay strong because she's serving our country as well by staying strong on the outside, having to take care of the family. So tell her to stay in contact with us, all of us. This, this, is, this is our family, believe it or not. We patriots, we really are. Yeah. I actually had brought up that I, I thought my haters might probably send me some letters too, because um, if you I went and looked at my GoFundMe account recently, and my girl was pointing out, "Hey, you got all these messages," and I was like, "No, they're from BLM." Mm -mm -mm. Yes, sir, George. Listen. Um, okay, so uh, it, it was a, a good um, uh, story that you told when I said, you know, what message, you, what message do you have? Cause I'm most disgusted by the lack of leadership on our side. I mean, it, you know, we, we get a couple people that step up. They're now seeing the, the videos that have come out. The narrative is completely different. Now they're saying, Oh, we need to investigate, investigate. I believe that Congress itself is the greatest, one of the greatest weapons in this weaponization. Uh, of government towards the American people. What do you have to say uh, towards the, our congressional officials that could have stopped what happened to you, uh, but you're you're gonna have to go in there, you're gonna have to do your thing, and it's only gonna require the president to undo this. What do you have to say to those those elected officials that were sworn an oath to, to defend our constitutional rights? Well, they remind me of Joe Biden. Um, he gives money to Hamas through Iran and then says, I support Israel. Um, they say they want to, you know, investigate and de-weaponize the government. And then they fund the FBI having a new giant headquarters in D.C. So you can talk. Mm -mm. But when you put your money somewhere, it's not on the side that your mouth is at. So mm -hmm. that just lets you know all those people are all completely fake and liars. Yeah.
and it's the American people like yourself uh, that have to suffer through their negligence and their incompetence. So terrible. George, uh, listen, I, I want to, I'm going to stay in, in contact with you. You're, you're, uh, you're an army dog. You know, I'm a Marine, same thing, right? Actually, I, I'm in my Marine, uh, sorry, in my recon unit, there were a good handful of Marines that found out they could do the same job in the army, but get promoted. <laughs> That's right, man. Hey, listen, yeah. You stay strong. I know you will. You're 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 a strong army dog. Um, you know what you have between. That's why I like the and... army was because if you beat people up, you can get to where you want to go. <laughs> Listen to you. Listen to you. Yeah, but you know what? Um, uh, when when it comes to you know our camaraderie, uh, even between services, you know, I remember uh, I'd be with army dogs like when I was in Okinawa, Japan. Uh, the Air Force would say something to one of our army dogs. And those are fighting words right there. Marines and Army, you know, taking care of business against those uh, those Air Force guys. But, you know, it's a it's a brotherhood that we share. And I tell you, uh, I'm going to stand at your side. I'm going to stay in contact with you. Stay strong. I'm really glad that you come on. I'm honored that you come on right before you go in. What time do you have to turn yourself in? I believe at like 5 o'clock in the morning, tomorrow morning, and I've done everything I could to make sure that um, I go to prison with peace, that I did everything I could at home before I left. So I figure I'll catch up sleep when I have my cell door closed behind me. Have have your girlfriend, yes, sir, have your girlfriend um, stay in contact with us as well, and maybe we can have you when you can get to the phones and call in. Let's uh, uh, let's kick up a dust storm and, and allow you to exercise your First Amendment rights. Uh, you know of Owen Schroyer, right? No, sir. Owen Schroyer from InfoWars was doing oh, interviews yeah. while he was in. Get to that phone. Let's do some interviews. I'll have you call in. We'll get an update from you. Uh, we got a campaign to get uh, uh, these communists out of office for the next 50 years, right? Well, my girl said, what happens if the Civil War breaks out while you're in? And I said, I'll leave. Yeah, yeah, we'll come, I'll come get back when it's over. Oh yeah, I'm gonna come get you with a bulldozer, dude. Are you kidding me? If that kicks off, just <laughs> just be standing at the ready. Where are you gonna be? You guys are not allowed to have civil war without me. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's great. I I love that. What uh, what facility are you going to? What what jail? I'm going to Lompoc in Santa Barbara. You're going to Lompoc? Uh, I'm gonna be uh, in the medium. Yes, sir. Yeah, watch your six. Yeah. I'm good. I told them they dropped me like Hiroshima. You know, I'm like, yeah. you can put me in Beirut for why did, why a year they, and a half or whatever why you want they to put, Why did they send you to Lompoc? That's strange to me. Why well, because they got a, a medium, a low, and a camp. And if I get to the camp, then I'm just fine. So they might send you to the camp at Lompoc. Eventually, I might get to the camp. Yeah, they'll have you in protective custody at first. Um, and, you know, hey, listen, when I went on the inside, there were uh, there were murderers. There was all that. We were on the news, and they were saying we were a racist, white nationalist. And, and I'm like, that's all a bunch of bull crap. And, and I raised hell inside. I mean, we were, doing, uh, we were doing protests. You know, we were seen as civil rights activists. Let them know that everything that they know about the January 6th Patriots, all right, we're all freedom fighters. 
we are. Well, when, when I first got arrested, I, I spent three months in county jail uh, in Sacramento, and they had us on uh, lockdown so that we got out about 15 minutes every three days. And uh, there was, this was during COVID, so um, I saw four people o- overdose just to be able to get out of their cells. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, a- um, my first hearing... Um, they had me chained to a chair, and I had a COVID mask on, and they had my microphone turned off. And they tried to say that that's justice. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Yeah, um, I was not allowed to say nothing. You couldn't see my mouth move. I could shake a little bit in my chair. And and that was about it. I guess I was lucky that they had the speaker on so I could hear what they were saying. But I did hear my judge. She made uh, racial comments. She made comments about the fact that I had feathers in my hair and was wearing more paint. And I was like, you know, people dress like that to go to football games. <laughs> I was dressed like that for a Trump rally. I'm like, I'm Native American. What's yeah. why is that okay? What are you a racist? You're right. Right. Would you? That's what you should have said. Or what I are you have racist? no idea. But. Yeah. They had to, they had the Native American chained to a chair because I was dangerous in the Zoom meeting. Unbelievable! Wow, George, we'll be in uh, in in touch with you. Um, and I I uh, I thank you for your service to our country right now. It's the most important time, isn't it? Right now. Yes, sir. I'm I'm going to be a political prisoner of war. I'm not a criminal. Amen to that. Amen to that. I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm not going to apologize, but this is what I will say. And I'm a man of my word. And I don't know if you've, you've seen my coverage uh, since January 6th of as many people as I possibly can to bring awareness to their case. Uh, you got somebody on the outside that's going to be fighting for your cause. This is, this is unjust. This is disgusting what's happening to you and your family. And just know that on the outside, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. Okay? I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. So just know I believe that you, sir. and stay in touch with me, all right? Yes, sir. Thank you so much for your service. Yeah. No, thank you. I, I mean, no, my most important service is now, all right? Uh, I got your back, bro. I got your back. Stay I strong. I appreciate it. All right? Stay strong. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, beyond, I'm going to say, I'm beyond upset. I'm, I'm beyond angering. And you communists that are tuned in right now, um, and enjoy whatever it is that you're doing for that very small period of time that you have you got a little bit a little bit of time left enjoy it while you can because when we take the power back when my retribution president comes back it's freaking game on you will regret what you've done to our nation and our fellow countrymen you will regret that and if you consider that to be to be a threat that's not a threat retribution is holding people who've done wrongful or illegal acts what you have done to our nation through this example right here um you will have to be held accountable to it by proper authority 
and it's common. It's common. Enjoy it. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dogs. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Coffee. I get products all the time from entrepreneurs for my new platform, MyStore.com. And when I tried My Coffee for the first time, I was blown away. It is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. I spent the last four months doing my due diligence and this family owned business micromanages every step from the fields to the cup to ensure the best quality coffee you're ever gonna have. It starts with the beans that are grown in Honduras. Honduras's volcanic soil and humid climate make the perfect growing conditions for coffee plants, which produce the best beans ever. Then each batch is tested for its aroma, taste, and other aspects to meet the highest standards in the coffee industry. And after that, it goes into production, which is all done right here in the USA. It's like you're getting that small batch specialty coffee, but delivered right to your front door. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen, use the promo code, and you'll get your very own My Coffee for 25% off. You guys all know that I've traveled the country for the past year and a half. I've stayed in hundreds of hotels. I've tried every coffee out there. Well, some of the coffees have that terrible aftertaste, some that leave me jittery, or I get an upset stomach. Well, my coffee is different. It's the richest, smoothest, best coffee I've ever had. My coffee comes in a variety of flavors. You get them ground or whole bean, plus it's certified organic and non-GMO. I guarantee it'll be the best coffee you've ever had. So go to mystore.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get my coffee for 25% off. And I'm going to give you deep discounts on all my store products. That's mystore.com. It's my new platform for USA entrepreneurs. Please order now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do something uh, special here. I was fiddling and fiddling, uh just because this isn't a uh, a normal market ultra uh, segment uh, that 
Craig uh, Winklowitz and I have been doing. He's waiting in the wings here, but I want to begin uh, this segment to let you know that we're going to be featuring a uh, morning market ultra uh, on Rubble. It's going to be featured. Why? Because the financial news, especially the global financial collapse, uh, is is in progress. It's happening. So everybody needs to know, you know, what's happening, what to do, how to make decisions, how to read the markets, and to ignore uh, what they're telling you uh, on behalf of I mean, these parrots that are in the mainstream media. Um, there is an independent media uh, in the financial sector, and it's us. Uh, we're going to be at the, I say we, I'm the master of ceremonies of this segment called Market Ultra with Craig Winklewitz, who I'm going to introduce to. But I'm bringing him on uh, this morning. I want to talk a little bit of current events. Uh, I'm going to give you a flavor uh, of, of what we do. We'll, we'll introduce you to what we do. Um, and then uh, there's more, um, I would say, specialized focus breakout sections. We've got a community and a very specific path that we're on in our learning process to help awaken uh, our fellow Americans. So, so this segment is to kind of introduce you to Craig. Um, I want to banter with him about, you know, current events, and then we'll shift into the financials. Um, you know, uh, Craig, let me, let me tell you where my soul is at. So I, I have to transition with you, uh, this morning. Good morning to you, sir, by the way. Good morning. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, audience. Good morning. Good morning. You were frozen there for just a second. All right. Uh, First of all, tell everybody and pronounce your last name for everybody so they get it right. Uh, they'll see, see the proper spelling, of course. Um, just give a brief introduction as to who you are and what you do. Yeah, so uh, my last name is Wanklowitz or, or Wanklowitz. Um, in Polish, I think they said it's uh, pronounced Venslovich. So um, it's a... a uh, Venslovich, wow, okay. Um, yeah, so... The um, yeah, my background is uh, you know mechanical engineering. Um, grew up and uh, you know uh, lost my parents at a young age. I grew up with a step grandfather and a, my grandmother took care of my brother and my sister and myself. And uh, so he he was kind of influential in my life, probably more than I realized up until recently, by introducing me to some things early on. Um, you know, G. Edward Griffin. Uh, Skousen, you know, these different books on communism, on New World Order, before we really had them named. I mean, these guys were such innovators. And he gave me this stuff at 11 and 12 years of age. So it just kind of put that in the back of my head. I didn't pursue it at the time. I just thought, what are these books for? You know, and so, but I did look at them, but it just, none of it made any sense to me. And that, that was part of the frustration, right? That I couldn't understand what he was trying to you know, show me. And that's kind of why we've, you know, put this market ultra together because I've spent the last, you know, 25 to 30 years of my life, you know, 90 plus thousand hours in the markets trying to figure out what the truth is. And then not only that, but trying to figure out a way to get it communicated to people because we've been left in the dark like mushrooms, right? So, you know, they're not sharing the, the important stuff with us. And I'm trying to boil that down to the simplest thing that we can get it to so that you can get a visualization of what that is 
And then as you hear news and current events, you can attach that stuff to it, right? So we're trying to create a framework, a spine that you can attach things to. And so Pete and I have really tried to hit hard the currency concept, you know, the dollar, dollar basket. We tried to hit the debt market. You know, we've done a pretty good job of doing the metals. We're still doing that. We've done a little bit in the energy market. We're covering the crude oil market. So with all that stuff, we can form a framework and we can understand what's going on in the world, which, you know, it's not just the U.S. anymore. We're in a global world. I mean, it, there's no doubt about that. Anybody who doubts that is, I, yeah. Now, the next time I bring you on to uh, Lindell TV for a live morning show on Rumble, just outside of what we're going to do with Market Ultra, it's going to be me you and dr kirk um oh, great know, doc, doctor yeah and dr kirk and to, to to have this discussion i love dr kirk uh we do our weekly uh segments they're awesome um you know he's got me sold and i i, I think now i, I want to separate what the difference is between dr kirk and what we do with market ultra okay uh for instance when i had you have a discussion uh with one of my very good friends he's a uh, a chartist, right? He loves analyzing the charts. He's a CPA, he's a numbers guy. Um, sure. But he's looking at the front face of what's available to everybody. You look at the charts, you tune into Bloomberg and CNBC, and you listen to the babble of what has happened with the markets out in the open. But what you, you and I are focused on with Market Ultra is listening to and looking at, you have to have the special set of goggles um, to see outside of the visible spectrum and you need to have a special listening device because there's subsonic or ultrasonic noises that take place well in advance of what happens when we can see and hear it in the general public. By the time it makes it public, you know, the spinsters are out there on CNBC trying to control the damage. You listen to, um, uh, to uh, uh, Jim uh, Kramer uh, and do the exact opposite of what he says because he's you know he's got uh, wall street up his keister um so but but dr kirk for instance um uh he's got me bought off on uh silver i want to i want to buy some silver uh we know that there's a potential and i know this because i i focus on the federal continuity directive i knew what would cascade into why fema would have to take over a monetary system collapse the supply chain would seize in 72 hours fema was born out of that and, and it was, and they said it in the federal continuity directive that what would cause such a thing that caused the activation and, and the continuity directive is a monetary system collapse, supply ch chain seizure. They specifically referenced, this is in the late eighties and I'm a young kid, right? Um, saying that, uh, because we, uh, in the early seventies came away from the gold standard, and we struck a deal with Saudi Arabia, buy up our debt, sell us cheap oil. And Henry Kissinger agreed uh, on behalf of the United States to not tap into our energy reserves. That actually made us vulnerable if Saudi Arabia were to ever turn on us. So we had to prepare in the future. This is the late 80s. And they said, and if something happened with the petrodollar or the monetary system, all of a sudden the shelves go bare, the supply chain seizes, you know, the the banks break down in a very, very quick period. So what do we do? And the FCD one was developed and FEMA was born. Um, now, 
we're in a situation where they're a little bit more overt. This isn't going to be like a black swan scenario uh, as to how the monetary system will climb. It's kind of like a um, uh, a frame-by-frame slow-motion train wreck where they're trying to guide, you know, the cars that are coming off and minimize the damage. And this is the global reset financial. Fiat currency is done. I'm going to read something to you, and then I'm going to throw back to you. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, that was a long-winded way to say when my good friend was talking to you about the charts and he's asking, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And asking you about speculative stuff. And he said, you know what? I kind of stay away from all that. Uh, I'm more focused on the facts of what the market's actually doing. And, and, and it speaks in a certain way. And, and it's like Jenga, right? Uh, in the way the structure starts to build. When, when you see a organized structure of where the market's going to go, boom, you're going to lock it in and say, ooh, okay, something's being said here, and, and it's outside of our hearing and our seeing. What will naturally occur as a result of what's being said here with multiple factors, currencies, petrodollar, you know, geopolitical war, you know, uh, the uh, tanker getting that's going on in the, in the Middle East, you know, everybody's saying that Petro's going to explode because of the war. Set all of that aside. What will happen here because of the noise outside of what we can normally see? Something will take place here. And you can plot that curve. But it's more factually based. It's not speculative. Um, there's a rinse and repeat model. You hear one sound, like in an earthquake, right, in Southern California. You hear a low rumble. Shortly thereafter, there's going to be some sort of shaking and moving. Um, you could speculate when the next 7.2 is going to is going to occur. You stay away from the speculation. You say, if I hear this type of rumble early on, where nobody's really hearing it, uh, we can pretty much say that shortly thereafter there's going to be some moving and shaking. A lot of factors that go into that. So you stay fact based. But let me tell you something. Here's some facts as to gold, what it's going to do and what it's not going to do. When the Dutch Central Bank comes out, and when central banks banks speak, they're very deliberate as to how they choose their wording, what they say, what they say publicly. It's going to have a reverberation. Uh, Dutch Central Bank admits now that it's prepared for a new gold standard. So we're now starting to see this global reset, right? And there's competing forces. you got the BRICS nations, the central bank digital currencies that are coming into January. All of this is going to have an impact on the rise, fall of gold, silver, petrodollar, so on and so forth. Now I'm going to throw back to you. That's a bunch of stuff I just threw at you, and I want you to speak to this. Uh, I, I'm your student. I'm your master of ceremonies. I was literally shocked. I haven't said this to you. If I were to be sitting there stewing on Bloomberg and on CNBC News and watching uh, current events, I would have expected oil to go to, you know, $1,900 a barrel based on geopolitical circumstances. And you said, that's not what's happening. <laughs> you know, oil is going gonna to go down. And, and here it is. I don't care what everybody else is saying. Here it is. And he showed me the charts and gold was, or I'm sorry, Petro was, was going down yesterday. I think it plummeted 
Did it not plummet? The price per barrel of oil. Now, throwing back to you, am I learning my way through this thing? Don't, don't listen to what they say after the harmonic is played through and the numbers start showing. Don't listen to them. You, you need to see reality. Um, and, and as we go, um, we take a look at your charts. We see the progression of how the structure's playing out, how the harmonics are playing out, and then go listen to what they're saying and to see if you can try those news reports back to the factual numbers, correct? How am I doing as a student, yeah. by the way? Am I learning? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You hit you hit on a lot of hot buttons right there. Hot. <laughs> so this is where I wanted so to many, set the stage here. I said great. it was going to be that, more and, more conversational, and I'm I'm, I'm going to throw to you. Yeah. Now I want you to do a lot of stuff, and I know you're smart. You picked up on it. You should be very proud of me as a student. Um, that I'm starting to figure this out here. I have to separate the noise from the, you know, from the signal. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. There's a, you know, we learn in life to trust certain things. And, you know, we've been trained. We had three channels, or at least I did as a kid, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, and maybe a little bit of PBS on there, right? And that was pretty much all that we got, those three channels of information. At the time, we didn't think about it, but now we know that those are all owned and controlled. We don't know how much they were owned and controlled then versus how much they're owned and controlled now, but people have figured that out. And that's why they're coming to shows like yours, Pete, because, you know, like you said, you're going to give you the, we're going to, I'm going to give you the truth whether you like it or not. Yes, sir. And, you know, and that's kind of what we're doing here is that, you know, um, through a lot of work, I've been able to come up with a, you know, a, a model that, uh, deciphers things that are going on in price action and some different things. And it, and it, it gives us a structure. And once we get that structure, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen next. You know, I mean, we get pretty good ideas of what's going to happen next and we can be, but it's still a probability. Anything can happen at any given time. So referring back to that crude oil, like you talked about, um, you know, it is, it is very, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it keeps you on the edge, edge of your seat, right? You know, we get a signal two or three days after the Israel gets invaded. And I see that the sentiment, right, which means people think crude oil is going to go higher is extremely high. On top of that, a harmonic structure, right, that gives us a framework upon which to work, right? So checkpoints along the way. So we don't just like set our course and don't look around. We, 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 pick a direction, right? Once it gets established, right? Once the market tells us, and then we use the checkpoints along the way. And if it's not responding to the harmonic structure, then there's no reason to follow it. You know, it just, it, why would we do something? Why would we do something that doesn't work? So, you know, it, it, you know, it is concerning, you know, when you see a, a war breaking out and you hear World War Three, World War Four, World War Five, you know, and just constant barrage on the news of this scary stuff. And yet we saw a 20% decline in crude oil that went, that happened very quickly. And, you know, we had a target of 79.37 when crude oil was trading in the mid to high 80s and looking like it was going into 90 or 100. And, you know, and then we watched it and it worked hard. It wasn't an easy uh, unfolding, but market bounced around a lot inside this harmonic structure. And then we said as much as 
this thing has struggled to get to our target of 7937, this harmonic target, it's probably going to blow through 7937. And it did. And then, you know, while then the media comes out and they're all over it. And now they're talking about, you know, oh, this, this is terrible. And, you know, what's going on? And they're trying to figure it out. Crude oil was giving us a clue. And we'll, we may get into that today. If not, we're going to cover this in Market Ultra and we're going to cover it in future sessions. But the, the important thing here is that, you know, once the pundits started coming out saying, you know, scaring us with crude oil going lower, right? Because now they turn the tables on us immediately. And we went from being panicked on the upside to panicked on the downside. I said, you know, look, just be patient. Let's see if it gets back to 79.37, the target. If it holds there, then the harmonic structure is still valid and we can look to the downside. So that, and that's what it did. It went right back up to 79.37. I think it went to 79.50 or something like that. It pierced it a little bit. And then it's rolled over and it's stayed below ever since. So we have a reference point, right? We have a frame of, you know, we have a bearings, right? We, we have something to grab onto. We're not just floating around in space. And that's really how we like to approach it. Then we come back and we attach the news to it. And then we listen to what's going on and we say, does that make sense? Or does that sound like it's, you know, is that is that propaganda or is that real? It's not like we're, we just blow off the news. I mean, I follow the news and now that we've been doing Market Ultra, I'm kind of forced to do a little bit more of that. Um, I, there, there have been months where I don't even turn on CNBC or Bloomberg. It's just, to me, it's, it's yeah, I wouldn't say it's useless, um, but, well, well, you but know I, I, there are months I'll just tune it out because it just doesn't matter sometimes. And you know what I do? I'll, uh, <clears throat> for, uh, sometimes I get so disgusted, I just can't listen to MSNBC. I just can't. I, I, it's just so disturbing. If, if right. I if I watch it and listen to it for what they're telling me, I get frustrated. I go back to it because I want to know what they're telling everyone else because they're weaponizing everybody around us. Um, so so what they're speaking of that you may not, you know, because it's all gibberish, what CNBC is telling everybody. But you know what? They're trying to manipulate the markets by doing that, by changing hearts, hearts and minds. And right there. The market is naturally going to do certain things. There's certain things outside of our visual spectrum, meaning what you see in a chart um, or, or what we're hearing as to the, the harmonics and the chatter and the rumbling as this stuff shapes up and produces the results we see into the markets. Well, well, they're real time trying to catch what's visual, um, but they're not operating outside of that spectrum that you're looking at. And, and it, and, and the markets will naturally do certain things when the world is producing and consuming and, you know, gross domestic product is X, Y, Z and, and ships are out, you know, the, uh, uh, on the, uh, on the open seas from China to, you know, the U S and then into the EU, uh, productivity is what it is. It doesn't matter what they say on CNBC, the momentum is already there. The markets will naturally do something. All they can do is try to manipulate an upswing or a downswing in their favor in that short period of time. Take a quick hit, a quick grab of cash, right? Yeah, I think you're on to something there. And um, and this week, you know, we talked a lot about, so what we like to do each week is we like to go through what is the data that's coming out you know, that can have an impact on markets. And this week is just stacked in terms of central bank speakers. So whether it's the U.S. Central Bank, we've got 
pretty much everybody involved in the U.S. Central Bank is speaking. You know, we had Bank of England's uh, governor speak this morning, uh, Governor Bailey. Uh, we had the uh, Australian bank speak on Monday. Uh, we had two big speakers yesterday that, you know, had a basically a tug of war, Waller and Bowman. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it looks like Waller kind of won out because, you know, saying uh, we think that inflation is, you know, under control or moving toward being under control. And um, yeah, and so in there we have the purple highlighted with, you know, the, the key um, data points. And then we have the yellow with the Fed speakers that are going to be speaking. And the rest of this week, we still have Christine Lagarde, right, who's head of the European Central Bank, who's speaking. And then we'll have Jerome Powell, who's the head of the U.S. Central Bank. He'll be speaking on Friday. So when we see this kind of stuff stacked up like this, it lets us believe that this isn't by accident, right? This isn't an accident that they've all come together to speak in one week. So what are they up to? You know, um, what is going on from a, a global public policy standpoint? And that's what, you know, and, and so I look to weeks like this and I get to work hard because then we start looking at what harmonics do we have? So we have a harmonic in the Japanese yen. Mm-hmm. We have a harmonic in gold. We have a harmonic in platinum, right? Mm-hmm. Live active harmonic structures. And we, we'd love to have a harmonic structure in every market, but it just doesn't work like that. We have residual harmonics that have, like that crude oil we talked about, you know, it hit the 7937 target, went through it. Mm-hmm. That becomes a residual harmonic structure at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in, in some of our, in some of our sessions, we've, t- I've talked a little bit about this. It's sort of like if you throw a rock in the pond, the waves going toward the shoreline are pretty predictable. You know, you see those waves moving pretty smoothly toward the shoreline. Once they hit the shoreline and the rock, the, the there's a lot of different things on the shore, and so it bounces back in a less uniform fashion. It doesn't mean that there still isn't harmonic value to it. It just means that it's distorted. So we have to look through it with a more careful lens. And um, so when we take all those things into account, we watch what happens to these harmonic structures as we see weeks like this that are stacked with central bank speakers around the world who are clearly trying to drive a global policy. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right, now uh, very quickly here. So we're we're gonna we're gonna dig in here um, to. I'm gonna ask a question first, and then we're gonna dig into what we normally cover. Here are the updates. We're gonna do a 30 minute segment Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We've got a community to talk deeper. I mean, you follow stuff. I mean, uh, sometimes by the millisecond trades are being made, and you're programming in to buy and sell. I mean, that's what. You know, traders and analysts, that's what they do. They'll analyze stuff on that level. Now, our market ultra segments are posted up. We've got a Rumble channel and a community. Of course, look, I'm just skimming through the ones that we've posted so far. Mass market manipulation, episode five. And here we are right here in our market ultra Rumble channel. Um, uh, Just the other day, uh, market ultra update. Big week for the Fed calendar. And here's my question to you. It doesn't matter whether or not you follow the financials or like it or dislike it or whatever. Let's say you stay away from it. Deb says, I'm not a numbers person. And she's not, you know, she's a vocalist. She sings, you know, or, you know, left brain, right brain. Deb Jordan is, you know, you throw a chart at her. She's like, ah, let me go make some soup. You know, that's a, I'm, I'm, I want to get very accurate with my ingredients for dinner, you know, um, uh, but uh, everybody right now has a dog 
in this fight, you better know what's happening. Whether or not you understand it at first, you need to listen to what's being said. When these bankers get together on this calendar, the Fed, right, calendar, and the, the calendar that we looked at, everybody has a dog in this fight. Whether you like or dislike the financial sector, you better be paying attention because one day you're going to wake up. You're going to wake up. And they're going to say, oh, we could have never seen this. Cup. You know, the whole black swan thing is a hoax as far as I'm concerned. It's a hoax. There's no such thing as yeah. a black swan. Uh, it, it's, it's a big lie. We're going to tell you what's coming, how it's coming. And then we're going to listen to their chatter and, and let you know that the two aren't matching up. Um, with the exception of, I would say, and you're looking at foreign markets and you're, you're saying like when I, when I, when I picked out the, uh, the Dutch central bank and they're admitting what they're doing as far as preparing for the new gold standard. And they're telling the public, here's what was said. Um, if there's a financial crisis, the gold price will skyrocket and official gold reserves can be used to underpin a new gold standard, according to the Dutch, um, uh, the DNB. These statements confirm, of course, what a lot of people are saying in the gold sector. There's one small sector there. But when central banks start speaking about things like this and going to a gold standard, and then you look at how the BRICS are shaping up, and even with their central bank digital currency, there's talk about them pinning that to gold and countries are hoarding gold. That's just one thing that everyone's familiar with. But regardless of whether you like gold, dislike gold, silver, petro, you better be paying attention to how they're going to deliver this financial crisis to us because it's man-made. It's man-made. They have to transition away from their mistake. And that's called fiat right. currency, right? And debt. That's the, that's the truth. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And, and, you know, I, I liken it to, you know, we're finding out 60 years after JFK was killed, we continue to find more and more out. Right. And, you know, we find out more about Johnson and we find out more about Marilyn Monroe. Right. We find out that she may not, he may not have been the womanizer that they portrayed. That might be the second layer of the onion, but below that she could have been a special agent. Right. Mm. So everyone, you know, watch that whole thing go on. And, you know, we continue to learn more 60 years after that happened because it was kept from us. Right. There, that was, was a big, there was a lot of, sorry to interrupt you. There was now, we know factually that when the event occurred, everyone was shocked. Boom. And, a a gun was fired and a man was identified as the one firing the gun. That was our initial shock to the events. As time went on, there was a lot of foreknowledge in many different areas. Things were said, meetings were done, the, the route that he took, Johnson's involvement, all that. A lot of those facts did not play out until well afterwards. And if we had known those, you know, people would have been less shocked, um, less shocked yeah. as the potential for the conspiracy. Right. Yep. And while all that was going on right up here, like a magician, right, they have you look up here and down here, they're changing and altering the whole financial system. Right. Right. They're laying the groundwork. I mean, what we don't realize is that Kennedy was influenced to, um, 
you know, and he was the perfect guy to do it because of his, you know, world travels and because of his father. But he initiated the everybody gets a vaccine, right, situation, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you didn't couldn't economically afford a vaccine, guess what? He made, he was the one that passed the law that enabled, you know, everyone to have a vaccine. So while they had you looking up here, you know, at this big event, right, there was all kinds of financial stuff going on below the, below the surface, health, financial. And so we, the, over the past 60 years, a lot of things have occurred, you know, like Pete was saying, you know, Kissinger and the petrodollar, Bretton Woods, off the gold standard, you know, Reagan through the 1980s, deficit spending. You know, what did that really mean, right? We have some really cool charts that I want to show on Friday when we do our market ultra session. And, you know, if you can come in and join us, you know, it's just been great, you know, and I'm really getting a getting a grip on it, you know, and all you have to do is text ULTRA to um, 844-837-5132. And, you know, we'll be making more and more posts as we kind of get a feel for what people want and stuff like that. But the the reason I say that is that, you know, we, we, um, you know, the, the big thing that we want to cover is what's unfolding, why it's unfolding, where we are now, the world has $310 trillion of debt. And the U.S. is accountable for about $34 trillion of that now. And, you know, this debt's been accumulating because of Reagan, right? Because of some of his informants, right? Some of his, uh, um, you know, experts, right? That were on his staff. They recommended deficit spending and it wasn't a bad idea, right? But the problem is we never prepared. We, we, we got the boom, right? And we knew that we were gonna get the bust and it's the same thing now, right? We're, we're getting the boom, we're getting, you know, we're getting booms and we're getting busts you know, too often, these aren't black swan events, like Pete said, these are, they're, t- they're black swan is once in 100 years, right? We're seeing these every five to 10 to 15 years. So we're seeing these events occur more and more often. And so by understanding what's going on in the debt market, by understanding what's going on in the currency market, right? And understanding the, the how those two calibrate to one another, how they connect, and then taking that and looking at the commodity market, right? And, and then looking back in time at what happened with these markets, right? We can see the evolution of this stuff and we can see why we are where we are today. And with that, we can take the past, we can take the present, right? And with that, we can begin to lay structures into the future, right? That's what we all do. We, we do that naturally, right? We're all trying to survive. We're survivors. And, you know, some of us more than others in different ways than others, but we're all survivors. And so everyone does have a dog in this fight and and they have a dog in this because if you don't understand what's going on with the financials, it's going to come back. This is, this is at the center of all the things that we've seen going on for the past 10 years. The Mm -hmm. financials are at the center of the COVID. They're at the center of the 2008 real estate crisis. They're at the Mm -hmm. center they're going to be at the center of the next crisis. It's going to be coming. You know That's it's right. coming, right? With yeah. 310 trillion of debt, there's going to be another crisis coming, right? right. And it's going to be orchestrated. That's right. Now, uh, I'm just going to take, uh, I didn't want to play any clips. I have to play this one just to make the point here. And then let's hammer down on um, on some, you know, a couple of the, the charts and give a preview for the full sessions yeah. okay, that, sounds that, great. that we do. Yeah. Um, 2007, 2008. 
I was on the public speaking circuit. I was being, I was being paid. Actually, my presentation was so good um, that all I did, uh, they just paid me to come show up and I put up my charts and I said, uh, this mortgage thing is out of control. This is unsustainable. Subprime lending, the hoaxes, the mortgage-backed securities that they're selling off and lying to other countries that are buying these these packages up in tranches and they're being sold off as quadruple A. Well, if you look at the other end, the applicant lied on their application. As a matter of fact, they were told not to just lie, to not say anything. They had these things called no-nos. No, don't talk about income, right? And don't talk about your income or your, or your assets. Loans were being turned down by Countrywide because somebody submitted their, their taxes to verify their income uh, because it had to be sold off as quadruple A. They were manipulating everything, packaging them up, selling them off. I said, this thing is coming down. It's kind of like we talk about the debt. It's unsustainable. And 2006, seven, and in advance of this thing. So, and let, let me go to this, this one clip here so that you guys can hear what I'm talking about. Um, because just prior to the collapse, they were on the news. They're like, everything's going great. Boo, we're in the money. Here it is. The stock market crash of 2008, right prior. Apple's up more than 6% right now. Google about 3%, but Dell, Intel, Research Motion, and Microsoft are all to the upside. Everything's great. Oh, Marie Bartiromo. Wow, everything's soaring. Most of the techs this morning, if not all of them, have just exploded to the... Oh, oh. and September head. Boom. I'll never forget this day. Here, a loss of 37 points or so. Apple shares are just getting hammered this morning. We're down by between three and four and a half percent generally across these markets. Let's talk about the speed with which we are watching this market deteriorate. We're red everywhere, essentially, down by four, five percent. We're down over 16 percent. Dow at the same time has fallen about 18 percent. The stock market is now down 21 percent. Because we're now down 43 percent. What in the world is happening on Wall Street? What Junior is Deals went from 190 to 166 in the blink of an eye. And the Nasdaq, everything and more has been completely wiped out. It was the worst day on Wall Street since the crash of 1987. From the financial capital of the world, the opening bell is going to ring in uh, five seconds. And to be honest with you, we wish it wouldn't. Traders here working the phone say a lot of their customers are freaked out, waiting to see how low the Dow will go. They're focused on the Dow, not so focused on OPEC. Yes, OPEC did cut production by one and a half million barrels per day. Really, you're seeing just broad-based declines across all of the major technology sectors. Apple's under pressure. Uh, Yahoo down eight and a half percent. Cisco six and a half percent. Research in motion, 10 percent. And we're not getting the bid wanted. We're not getting the stop trading. And we see where the where the buyers are we're just every day they're pounding it the heightened financial turmoil that we have experienced of late may well lengthen the period of weak economic performance 
and further increase the risk to growth. Can't look at it after you buy it. It's so horrible. But we've had an eight-day losing streak in the Dow that in percentage terms puts it on par, close to the loss suffered in that crash in 1987, close to that percentage loss those two days in 1929. What started in America last year has now spread to every part of the world. We're down 9% today. The Zetradax over in Frankfurt is down by 9%. The Paris market down by 9%. Austria, which was briefly suspended earlier on in the day, is down by nearly 11%. This market is as volatile as you'll ever see. Traders say this is the craziest day they have ever seen in these markets. Veteran traders saying they've never seen anything like it. The movement in oil prices so fast, so fast. Seconds ago until the start of trading at the New York Stock Exchange and stocks are set to kick off lower a whole lot lower ebay is down six and a half percent and really you're seeing just broad-based declines across all of the major technology what sectors apple's happening? under pressure uh yahoo down eight and a half percent cisco six and a half percent bam 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 now i'm gonna say something i've said this probably mm, i say a lot i said it maybe two or three times first of all what we were doing was unsustainable and how they were doing this stuff was criminal, period. But they legalized everything that they did. Um, then I found out from a good friend of mine, who shall remain nameless because he's at a big trading desk at Goldman Sachs. He was at Deutsche Bank. He was a foreign exchange student. And he's talking to us, the family. Remember the $800 billion Hank Paulson thing? Remember that bailout? Because we had to save the markets and the container. You know what that was about? Uh, China realized that what we just did to them, and they started digging it early on, the subprime uh, lending debacle with Lehman, the thing started unraveling, and they said, oh, really? You think you're going to sell us and just default on these mortgage-backed securities? We're going to do it the American way. We're going to repossess the properties, and we're sending boatloads of people to come occupy them. Um, you're not going to be defaulting, okay? Um, we're going to occupy those properties. You guys perpetrated fraud. You sold us a bill of goods. Hank Paulson behind the scenes was literally saying, we'll give you, you know, a large portion of the $800 billion went to stop China from coming to repossess properties. This came from the top guy at Deutsche Bank that said, what you're hearing in the news and this contagion, all this stuff, China found out what we had done to them and it was criminal and china said we're going to call you on it everything that we saw when Mar marine bartoroma says oh what is the what is going on here everybody knew what was going on everybody knew when layman hit the markets bump china the veil was lifted china figured it out subprime lending unraveled and it took us years to figure out the fraud i followed it all the way to you know what mers is mortgage um, yeah. electronic registration system they were literally doing illegal loans electronically transferring title oh, i did forensic audits of loans i'm in bankruptcy court saying that that bank does not have the legal entitlement to foreclose or do anything because the origination of that loan was fraudulent and i have forensic proof of it in bankruptcy court i was certified in five bankruptcy courts to go in and present evidence of mortgage fraud and guess what they would do? Dismiss the case and say, you know, because they couldn't allow. Because I had one little known thing. I figured it out. I called them to the federal, and federal bankruptcy court series. 
Um, when you call and subpoena records to show entitlement, you got to bring all of your documents to show that you're entitled. The creditors, we, you got to show that you're owed money and you have legal entitlement to that thing. And I would subpoena their records to come in with, you know, wet signature representation of everything they had and exposed MERS. And the federal bankrupt, bankruptcy judges were allowing me because the attorneys couldn't afford to do that type of stuff through uh, federal bankruptcy court because they're limited as to how much they can charge the client. So I'm teaming up with those guys. One of the biggest frauds ever perpetrated in the United States of America, and I watched trillions of dollars being offshored. That was the first phase. And we should have collapsed. We should have reset. We should have cleaned everything up. What did we do? We put the monkey on the freaking back of the euro, uh, the, the European countries. Uh, because, and here's my point, sir. These people will do everything, just like look, politics and the false flags and all that crap, right? Um, they create these false flags and the Hegelian dialect that they go to the podium. The problem they created is the problem that they offer to solve. It's all a hoax. The banksters, when everything unravels and people go hungry and the whole, our, our way of life gets destroyed, they need to take their millions offshore, you know, the, um, uh, uh, the evidence, of course, take all the money and make sure that when everybody suffers through it, that the guys in suits and ties never get the blame. That's all they do. And that's what they're doing right now. They will even start a war to say, oh, look at the shoeless Palestinians. And the, you know, they'll do that just as long as you don't blame the guys with the suits and ties. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And that's why I've aligned with you. We're going to expose the truth about these bastard thieves. That's right. Every single day. We're going to expose them. That's right. The uh, So I learned a lot there from you too, Pete. There were things I didn't know right there that you were, that's you know, and it, that's what's beautiful about this is that we all have an angle, right? We all saw it from a different angle. But the beauty of this audience is that, you know, they're here for a reason. You know, they're seeking truth, you know, and they're not just sitting there taking the news from, you know, wherever it's being shoved down their throat. And I knew personally when Hank Paulson, when they, I can still picture it as plain as day, when they paraded him in to be Treasury of the Secretary, right? They got rid of Paul, I think it was Paul O'Neill, was Secretary of the Treasury before him. Because mm -hmm. he was an Indiana guy and I was just coming out of graduate school. So I knew I was, had an interest in him, you know, as Treasury Secretary. But then anyway, right. they paraded, they paraded uh, Paulson in and I knew something was up, right? Mm -hmm. I knew it. And, you know, so... The, you know, you know, the same thing is going on now, right? The, the, the key is for us to uncover it before, you know, and that's our goal here, right? We don't care if someone has truth and someone posted on Market Ultra and they get us and going down a path. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm all for following a path if it looks legitimate. That's what we want is we just want information on the table. I have a certain perspective here, the harmonics. I understand these markets. I put a lot of time in them. But it's a community, right, that we're trying to build where we can uncover this together. You know, it doesn't have to be from Pete, me, and somebody else. You know, it can be from anyone. Mm -hmm. And and so, and right there, you know, Pete just proved it. We can learn, we can all learn from each other. And um, 
yes, you know, there is, there, you know, we can, we're starting to see the picture being painted. And right now there's some interesting stuff going on with China again too. I don't know if we're gonna have time to get into it today, but we'll definitely cover it on Friday because I've started the, you know, put some work together on that. I do want to, I want to reserve uh, the final hour. I got some big stuff to cover. If you're on um, uh, Lindell TV and you want to, uh, to join me, I, I, I tune in to Steve Bannon. All the time, I do. So I understand if you're going to go to Steve Bannon, you you definitely want to come back to this last hour because I'm going to I'm going to expose some really really bad big stuff going on with the coup. All right, this is a teaser. All right, a teaser to 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 our segment that we're going to do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. What I suggest you do is, if you're interested, learning more, even if it's temporarily, to find out if you want to learn more. Um, but everybody's going to be impacted by what we cover, everyone. And the central focus of what we're doing is to expose the criminality. We know how to translate the complex topics. We know how to show you a chart. I'll give you an example as to a teaser, right? But Craig doesn't speculate. He doesn't go by what, every, what they're telling you in your, your head about what the dollar is going to do or isn't going to do because... It's all based on lies so that they can profit for in a short period of time. By the time you figure everything out, they've taken the money and run. And look look at this. Uh, I'm just going to throw up one example of a chart that we'll look at. You can speak to this. Uh, and then we'll, of course, give our, I'm going to give it right now, text ULTRA to 844-837-5132. We're going to dig into the specifics. Um you need to know what's going on, and we will be the go-to destination uh, for covering stuff like this. Everyone looking at this chart right now, everyone knows about the U.S. dollar. <laughs> everyone is concerned about what the dollar is going to do as to the reserve currency. Everyone knows about debt. We look at the, the debt um, um, uh, calendar. It, it's out of control. It's expected to go to $50 trillion by uh, 2030. What is the U.S. dollar doing here in this chart? Why should everybody be interested in the actual results of what the dollar is doing daily in this chart? Explain this one. Yeah, so um, so we have a harmonic structure, a residual harmonic structure, you know, that marked the top. You know, right now we see that highlighted uh, turquoise circle on there. And so what we're looking at now is basically a retracement. You know, we're, we know the dollar's hanging by a thread and we're trying to see if it's going to have any impact upon um, these natural structures that occur out there. Um, probably not the place to cover the natural structure here, but it's called Fibonacci and it's just a retracement. Um, the, the important thing is halfway to 0.618 is kind of an important zone. And that's what we're highlighting by that turquoise circle. And Really, what the dollar, what's so important about the dollar is this, that if the dollar goes down, right, it, it's not, it, it, it impacts your purchasing power globally, right? So that means our dollar goes down in value. We can purchase less stuff around the world because our, the value of our dollar has gone down. When the dollar's higher, right, we can purchase more globally. Okay, so it's a trade issue, right? This has to do with international trade. With the dollar going down, there's not, it's not all bad. What can be good about it is this, that other countries can come in here and buy things cheaper. 
So as their economies start to fail, right, because the failure doesn't have to start in the United States. The failure could start in Japan. The failure could start in other places. But what happens is people move their money to where it's treated best, and they come into the U.S. because their currency will purchase more. So if we look at this, this is basically the dollar basket, okay? So we have the dollar, the lone big dollar sitting on one side of the teeter-totter, and then we have these other currencies sitting on the other side. We have the euro, we have the yen, we have the British pound, the Canadian dollar, the Swedish krona, Swiss franc, and these make up the dollar basket. And so when the dollar goes down, those go up. So what, what it means is they can now they can now purchase more stuff based in U.S. dollars. So that might be why we're seeing a stock market rally right now, because their economies aren't so great. You know, they and they, they say, well, wow, we can purchase, you know, that much Apple or that much of this stock or something else. They can come in and they can purchase it cheaper. Right. That could be part of what's fueling the rally. So there's a currency component to inflation. There's also a price component to inflation. There's an mm -hmm. asset component to inflation. Right. But in the end, the, the currency does matter because sometimes you can take an asset that isn't really performing, and just because the currency shifts, that asset can actually perform because of that the currency shift and the currency change. I know that gets a little complex, but that's what we're going to do is we're going to work to right. make that simple. Right. We're well, going to put together simple little models. You know, there's there's a not hard there, to understand. There's a language that's spoken, and I used to I used to joke about uh, you know all of the sophisticated wall street speak and they they got their own coded language you know and and i used to go to people and i play a clip you know up on the projector screen screen and i say let me translate what that person just said uh, basically they're going to steal from you and it's going to be legal and you won't know it until well after the money's been spent you know that's what he just said it's all legal legal theft you yeah. know I, i'm going to use an example here ladies and gentlemen the, op the opposite of it instead of scaring you you know uh, like an Italian guy comes up and he's got a ring and he looks mafioso. My grandfather, by the way, Giacinto Pascasio. Per bocco senza tabacco, tengo la pipa non And somebody asked me, what did he say? Oh my God, I'm going to freaking, you know, I'll just pay him money to leave me alone. What did he say? He said, I, I need tobacco. I, I have a pipe and I can't even smoke it. What are you worried about? I mean, you know? There's a language that's spoken. There's a manner in which it's delivered. And you just need to know what it is. And right now, uh, you're going to have people speaking to you come January, February, March, right? We're switching to a central bank digital currency. You, you better know the balancing act that's going on right now and the competing forces. You better know that, okay, you're living on the San Andreas fault line, all right? Uh, you're concerned about your family in California and the potential for 7.2 earthquake and where they live. You better know about the Pacific Rim and what's happening and how the plates are shifting and how much pressure is being put on and, and how that pressure hasn't been relieved. You know, don't don't necessarily focus on, oh, my God, there's going to be a 7.2 or, you know, or or focus on the, you know, the Northridge earthquake after it happens. You better know what took place to get it to that point. Um, and it's not difficult. So we, we pull out. We look at the Pacific Rim. We look at the various plates that are shifting. And, and the facts are the facts are the facts. And, you know, although we had a 5.2, you know, in, in this region, 
that's nothing because that was actually putting more pressure on the San Andreas. It was on a different fault line. And, and, and it put more pressure on it. So now we're looking at a nine potentially, right? Because the facts are the facts are the facts. Listen to what's going on. Listening to the low rumbling. Look at the plates as they're moving. Look at the balancing act that's happening all the way around with respect to the dollar. Um, you already know, we can predict exactly where they're going to say. Murray Bartiromo, oh my goodness, what are the markets doing? This is crazy. We could have never seen this coming. Really? You knew exactly what was going on. You're, you're a puppet to the puppet master. You're just pretending uh, like you don't know what just happened so that the guys in Susan ties don't get blamed. That's it. That's all they're doing on the front face of it. So, again, final comment here. Are you okay with how I uh, plotted this course here in this segment? It's perfect setting yeah. the stage yeah. for what we're doing here. So keep this in mind. We're going to do uh, a morning. You're going to get periodic updates. It's going to come. If anybody tells you it's not, they're lying to you because it's happening right now. It's not like something is going to come. It's actually in full motion. It's a slow motion train wreck. We already know. Cars are spitting off already, right? They're dumping their loads. So if you want to learn more, join our community. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're not going to, you know, looking at charts and, and going, you know, mainstream, you know, into the internet. People are like, ah, you know, I don't like that stuff. We're going to take a different approach to this. The common man needs to, to do this. The common man needs to text ULTRA to 844-837-5132. Even if you just observe and you learn of the language, I tell you what my grandfather said, not to be scared, you know, just get him some freaking tobacco. You don't need to pay him protection fees, right? <laughs> you know, he just wants tobacco, that's it, right? He's pissed off because he's got a pipe and he can't smoke it. Let's just get him some tobacco, right? So Everything will be good. Just get in the tobacco. Everything will be good. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine, including what's going to happen on the other side. You know, the Soviet Union collapsed. What did we do? Uh, I, I, I would say the Soviet Union did great through the collapse. And then after the collapse, there was a reset. It was awesome. I think we had a more difficult time with it because we couldn't break away with battling with Russia, you know, for 30, 40 50 years, even to this day, we had NATO up against their border, you know, what the hell is it? We're the Russian Federation. We just want to be left alone. Why are you pushing NATO? Well, that's what we do. We go to war and we have to have our military industrial complex. And we need to tell everyone to be scared that you're the big, bad, evil bear, but we're not, we're just trying to freaking sell some natural gas pipelines across Ukraine, you know, make some money. Why are you doing this to us? So. The United States is very sick. It's ill. It's addicted to an old, stale methodology on the global stage. And guess what? That sickness is contagious. It's infectious. Um, and I'm not anti-American. I'm saying we need to cure it, okay? We need to excise the tumor, all right? And we need to get onto a good uh, recovery program. That's it. Everything's going to be great, folks. All right, Craig. I'm on fire. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on <laughs> We're fire. getting used, yeah. right? We're getting used. And, and at the center of this, what we're going to end up finding, right? If we live long enough or if it, you know, depending upon there's intensity and then there's time, right? Mm -hmm. So combination of the two, how intense is it going to be and how much time, you know, yep. is it going to take? Yep. But what we're going to find is that the finance sits at the center of this, right? And so it's very well protected, right? They keep a nice little protective barrier around this financial structure that they've created for themselves. Pete hit on a lot of things right there, you know, and those are the kind of things we're going to uncover in Market Ultra slowly but surely because this goes back to Operation Paperclip, plotting oh, yeah. the U.S. against Russia. Oh, yeah. You know, creating, I mean, Patton knew this, right? You know, General Patton knew this, and that's why they stopped him from continuing to move east, right? So as we start to go back and uncover this, we can see what was going on, and now we see it going on today, right? There's $300 trillion of debt. They're going to max this out as much as they can. They're going to extract as much as they can for themselves. And it's a power transfer. And when that power transfer is done, the wealth transfer can happen like that. They oh, yeah. can shut the market down for any given reason. You know, yeah. there's a hundred reasons. They just shut it down. And all of a sudden you wake up and they say, we'll give you 50% back if you sign up for the central bank digital currency. If mm -hmm. you don't, you're getting 25%. Yeah. So they lure people in. It's a real, you can see how this can happen. I'm not saying that's how it's going to happen, but you can, we could come up with a lot well, of scenarios. Yeah, there's very the few reason things. we do that. Happened. We've seen it happen before. We can we can anticipate what they're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and and we're going to segue here. I'm going to I'm going to come out of just give me a couple more minutes here as I close this topic down. This is what you're about to see with Market Ultra. All right, this is a fact. There's very few things that I can guarantee in life. Craig doesn't speculate about the markets. We look at the real numbers, we analyze them, we see what's going on, and then we compare it to the current events that are trying to manipulate. You know. Uh, well, how much money they're going to try to grab or or what they did to, to pre-plan it. Uh, very few guarantees. I guarantee you that this will be essentially the equivalent of the independent media, how it was born because we're exposing 9-11 truth and doing all that stuff. And a lot of people can't awake. Um, people haven't been awakened to an even bigger thing. It's really it's big. False flags are big, getting us to war, corrupt politics, all that stuff. But but who's paying all these people? How are they making money uh, on a much grander scale uh, on the financial side? There must be an awakening. We must translate what they say and how they move and what they do. Um, because we're their slaves. We're their slaves. We're, Market Ultra is going to be the birth of the awakening of people to the stuff you don't normally talk about. You're not taught how to manage your checkbook and you'd rather just have somebody else speak that gibberish about the financial sector. Well, guess what? Every household is impacted by what they say and what they don't say and how they try to steal from you. So that's what market ultra will be. Watch this. There's that populist movement occurring, right? Somebody afuera. That's right. Watch this. Watch this. It's coming. We're coming. We're coming for you, freaking banksters. Afuera. Ministerio de Cultura. Afuera. Out. Ministerio de Ambiente y Desarrollo Sostenible. Afuera. Afuera. Ministerio de las Mujeres y Género y Diversidad. Afuera. Ministerio de Obras Públicas. Afuera. Aunque te resistas. Ministerio de Ciencia y Tecnología e Innovación. Afuera. 
Ministerio de Trabajo, Empleo y Seguridad Social, afuera. Ministerio de Educación, adoctrinamiento, afuera. Ministerio de Transporte, afuera. Ministerio de Salud, afuera. Ministerio de Desarrollo Social, afuera. Se acabó el curro de la política. ¡Viva la libertad, carajo! Long live damn liberty, and I'm going to tell you something right now. You banksters, I don't care how much money you have or we have with us, we will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Even if you resist us, we will not be your slaves. We'll expose you, and we outnumber you. doesn't matter how much money you have. You try to kill us. Uh, you don't have enough money to kill billions of us. And we're, there will be a grand awakening. And here's the final guarantee. I'm going to be the master of ceremonies in this awakening. I think I've prepared my entire life for this. I started out the Peace Antilly Show, episode number one, wanting to get to what should have been a reset and a collapse. We would be much better off than we are now. But I guarantee you that, shoot, man, going after the DOJ and the FBI was just a practice run for taking down the freaking banksters with the truth about their theft. We're going after you. Long live uh, liberty. Sir, we're going to close out here. Uh, do you have any final comments before we go? I'm going to close this out and segue. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I, I mean, we got to love guys like Malay and these populist presidents coming in because mm -hmm. it shows the light is getting put on these people. Yes. And we need pressure on you know the more of us that get involved we put the pressure on them we keep putting the pressure on them we keep getting educated we can't ignore what's gone on the last 60 years it's time to wake up we need mm -hmm. to be responsible we need to put the light back, back on these crooks that's really what we're doing here i mean that, that is it in a nutshell you know we can get sophisticated with quantitative analysis and all these different things but in the end we're shining a light that's what we're doing we're going to shine a light on them and we're going to keep shining that light. We're going to just keep shining it and shining it. We're going to look in the cracks and we're going to find them. Market Ultra uh, text uh, Ultra to 844-837-5132 and become part of this genesis of bringing down, just like Alex Jones brought down the New World Order with exposing the truth about their false flags. Uh, we're going to bring down uh, Klaus Schwab, Kissinger, uh, the global resetters and the banksters that think that we're a bunch of slaves. Um, we'll see you guys on the other side. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear Stay right there, Craig.
Great Depression. Millions without jobs in every profession. How will we eat was a daily question. What are all the lessons of the Great Depression? America was poor in the Great Depression. Millions without jobs in every profession. How will we eat was a daily question. What are all the lessons of the Great Depression? All right. Very special segment we just did there. Uh, I would say that, that that's going to become our official launching point um, to the great uh, expose. Um, love Craig, and I'm so glad I accidentally called him to find out about my car problem. <laughs> trying to <laughs> And Deb, but you know, that's exactly what happened, right? How we came together. Because I said some st- really stupid things, and he... He turns into the show, and a couple years ago, he's like, ah, Santelli is not freaking connecting. I said some silly things, right? Mm-hmm. And it, 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 just, it just hadn't connected, and we yeah. didn't have a falling out, but he, he just said, oh, my goodness, I got to move on with my life. You're saying stupid things right now. So mm-hmm. he kept arm's length from me. We yeah. hadn't come back together until about two years later mm-hmm. when I accidentally hit Craig about, you know, we had a totaled car, and I needed to get another one. And our and our car and guy's Craig. name is Craig. And he's like, well, Pete, you know, it's interesting you call me, but I don't have anything to do with cars. And <laughs> and it was, uh, you know, God yeah. works in beautiful ways. And then, yeah. we, and then we opened up the discussion saying, hey, you know, we need to teach everybody what's going on here. And uh, I could go serve with this information, the global banksters. He could probably go work for the Rothschilds mm-hmm. and give them the inside secrets on Hey, here's what the harmonics are doing. Here's where you place your money, you know. Uh, but he, he says, I'm done with them. We need to, you know, do God's work and focus on the common man who's being deceived and has been since the beginning of time. So Except, where is he saying we go? Uh, well, I, I, and, and, and I'm glad you what asked that question. I'm going re, to reemphasize, okay? Yeah. He, he, he doesn't make predictions like that. He looks at the natural occurrences, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he looks at the harmonics, and he knows where he's looking. They can't manipulate, mm-hmm. and if and if the the populist movement knows, right, that they can't manipulate things out outside of that realm, and you know you're being lied to on the front face of it. By the time it makes it public, right, right? Yeah. then there will be an uprising because guess where the money comes from? Ultimately, uh, it comes from us pulling our wallets out and throwing it out on the table. I believe, and he believes, that the common man deserves to know when he pulls his wallet out where to put it based on what you're learning as to what the markets are doing. You should know what's going to happen six from six months from now. Right. You know, they're pushing consumer sentiment to cause you, like a cash register, start spitting out cash. They got to keep it going. They're going to lie to you. Goldman Sachs was telling everybody, oh, mortgages are doing great. You know, uh, don't pay attention to that subprime lending stuff, right? They knew it was going to collapse. You know what they were doing? They were telling their investors to put money in this subprime lending business, and they were betting that it was going to collapse. Yeah. They made money on the backside, but they lied on the front side. Okay, Um. so that's where we're at. All right, now, here's another thing. You ready? Um. Not on another thing. Here's our top, top, top news headline. Uh, President uh, Trump 
Okay. President Trump, I'm going to I'm going to play this just a brief excerpt of what's going on with Owen Schroer. You're going to hear from Norm Pattis, who I consider to be one of the top constitutional attorneys. Yeah. He's got cases in the Supreme Court. He's not backing off. He's not going to give up. He's not going to give in. January 6th, okay? Was part of the coup. Pence uh, and Pelosi um actually led that effort, all right? But let's take a look at the end result. Just listen to what they're doing uh, to Owen Schroyer. I talked to MTG on air a few days ago and then off air. She said she was thinking about going. I didn't know this. It's just been announced. She's going there. What a great lady. She, I know she loves Owen. Uh, Matt Gates, MTG, to visit Jan 6 Prison Housing. Owen Schroyer, John Strand, up disturbing allegations of political retaliation. So good job, Matt Gates. Uh, and good job, MTG. That is amazing, Norm. Well, let's see if they let him in. You know, I was at the House subcommittee hearing on oversight as to the Bureau of Prisons when um, the chairman, Re Representative Andy Biggs, asked for a commitment from the Bureau of Prisons director. Will you let us in? And she wouldn't give him a straight answer. And so my view is if they can't give him a straight answer, if the Bureau of Prisons can't give Congress a straight answer, Congress shouldn't give him a red cent. Cut off the power of the purse until they learn that they are accountable to Congress. Couldn't the they have just left Owen alone? Instead, they don't think. This is making it way worse for them. What is their problem? It's the United States government's reaction to January 6th in general. January 6th was a riot that got out of control for several hours. Everybody knows it. And whether the government instigated it or not, it doesn't matter. For several hours, things were out of control beginning and end of story. Instead, the government's dug down, doubled down, tried to treat these men as domestic terrorists, penalized speech, and has now created a coalition of people like you, me, MTG, and others, a coalition of the willing, who are willing, ready, and able to tangle with the government and say, you know what, you're wrong. You shouldn't have done this. You can't penalize dissent. We're here and we're not going anywhere. And so I think the message to your listeners, my hope is that people will write to Owen, that people will flood the prison with communications about Owen, saying, you can lock him up in a hole and you can hide him, but he's not forgotten. We, the people, haven't forgotten that this is our government. You work for us. Now, now this, this is disgusting what, uh, what, what they are doing. Sorry about that. Let me, let me clear that real quick. Okay. Come on. I've not been this excited ever. Yeah. Um, Deb Jordan. Yes. That That's the first clip I have to play. This is Owen Troyer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're now getting a lot of information that, by the way, Owen Troyer didn't have the benefit of receiving. This is all after the effect. And I'm mm -hmm. going to open up this segment. And Craig, um, I mean, you can, you can buzz out if you, whenever you, whenever you like. He's in the, he's working in the background here. I just want to. I told him to stand by a little bit so he can hear my segue. Uh, mm -hmm. President Trump has filed asking for all the information about all the covert operatives that were on the ground. And essentially, Correct. if the government responds, and let me tell you what the complexities are here. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, the Department of Justice, but what I'm about to say here is factually correct. You can go look it up. Uh, mm -hmm. on Newsweek. It was published in uh, January of, uh, of 2022. January of 2022. They said that there were commandos, right? Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. that were given shoot to kill orders. Correct. And within that article, it, it explained the following that the Department of Justice took a unilateral decision without any congressional oversight, right? This Department of Justice mm-hmm. unilaterally decided, okay, to, to have an operation going on. The FBI was involved in that. The Pentagon wasn't informed, okay? And, and it says it in the article. Unilaterally, they were in charge of this operation, the DOJ, right? Why this is important, I just figured it out, and I and I, I, can, I made the nexus here, all right? Jack Smith, the special counsel that was assigned, can only prosecute and have access to and provide information to President Trump based on what he has, right? Right. If the Department of Justice decided to withhold the information and didn't give it to Jack Smith, then Jack Smith can say, we gave you everything. We don't have anything uh, above and beyond that. We're only required to give you what we have. And they kept Jack Smith in a little box and they only gave him certain information. And the only other entity that knows about the operation took place using the intel services, using the FBI, using the covert operatives, using the commandos which shoot to kill, using all that, is in fact the Department of Justice and it's locked in their safe. And the American public is never going to be allowed to see that through this effort that President Trump in his filings. Right. Okay. They're calling it a Hail Mary and I already mm-hmm. know how they're going to respond. They're going to say Jack Smith only has certain information. But I'm going to tell you something right now. You disgusting, filthy DOJ people, all right? I'm going to say this right up front now. You expose everything, and if you don't, there will be the biggest revolt you've ever seen in your entire life. We will burn your ties, okay? You suit and tie people that are running a coup right now. Go ahead. Didn't the judge judge said no? The, The judge said no to what? Uh, to his motion. When uh, it was just filed, they have uh, until uh, this is going to go back and forth until December 18th. Oh, okay. Gotcha. This is a new motion that was just filed. Mm-hmm. But I already know exactly what they're going to do. Now, how do I know this stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, ladies and gentlemen, I was involved in one of the biggest trials in the history of the United States of America. And I exposed all their tactics, methods, techniques. I see their lawfare tactics, I mm-hmm. see their covert operations. I see their surveillance techniques. They declare us to be terrorists so they can surveil us. They use sophisticated technology. They mm-hmm. use contractors to do it so they can get around the U.S. Constitution. And mm-hmm. guess what? They got caught. And yeah. it wasn't until 10 years later. Well, guess what? I don't consider it 10 years later. I consider it one of the greatest blessings that I could ever receive because it's right on the front doorstep of the January 6th expose. It is literally handing off the baton, learning what I've learned from 10 years ago. 2014 is when Bundy Ranch operation took place. It was all a hoax. It was all a lie. It's all going to be wiped out. They spent $150 million to prosecute us and lost. Why? Because they were running a hoax operation. We have federal agents internally that came forward. They exposed everything. The federal courts have said, this right here is not only an injustice, there's criminal culpability. We're going to be subpoenaing people in this civil case 
that will result in a criminal prosecution of people within the Department of Interior, the Department of Justice, and the FBI. This will come. And I'm going to get freaking paid. And I'm going to use that money to freaking bring them down. You will not overthrow a nation. This isn't about President Trump. This is about a coup d'etat. Mm. And you were launching one. And I see your lawfare tactics. Merrick Garland, you're going to be exposed. I still have 150-something boxes in safekeeping that exposes you. You're going to be strung up by your balls for committing crimes, crimes dating back to Oklahoma City bombing. And, and everybody needs to know this. If you're working for the FBI, Merrick Garland, if you want to challenge me on this, then give me a police escort to those boxes where I can prove it. It's legally certifiable. Merrick Garland will go to jail if those boxes are revealed. There's already been men in black that are trying to get to those boxes. You ain't going to get it. You're not. You're not going to get those boxes. You're a bunch of criminals. And I'm going to say this right now. Lay there at night and look at the ceiling tiles and thank your lucky stars that you made it through the day. If you haven't helped to expose the truth about this coup d'etat, and if you are involved in this thing, you'll be swinging by your freaking balls, mm. and you better start getting stuff done. And I'm going to put out my final warning to everybody with a badge and gun right now and with authority. You will either enforce the law. Don't make this messy, okay? Because if we okey-dokes have to take over, and we will, we will. You will not be getting our country. You will inherit scorched earth. Scorched earth. So, this is a beautiful country. We have law and order. You've been charged with a certain task. You better get it effing done because you will not get our country. Here's my statement. You ready? If you want our way of life in our country, you got to get past us. Now, will you make it past us? You might, but here's the guarantee. If you make it past us, Welcome to charcoal. You will get freaking scorched earth. You can try your little Prescott Bush financing both sides of World War II, millions of people dying, and we just move along and say nothing to see here and scoot along. You're done with your freaking Nazi crap. You're done. You're not going to be gassing people. You know who we're going to gas? The suits. We're going to gas the criminals. We're going to gas the Hegelians. We're going to gas each and every one of you. You step up. And I'm going to be the ultimate law enforcer, and I'm backed up by a credible threat of America. And President Trump is, no disrespect to him, he's very powerful. President Trump has me. Okay, how about that? That right there is more powerful than a speeding bullet. Okay? <laughs> I love President Trump, but he's a cog in the wheel. He's just one cog in the wheel. You went after our country. The president was just one cog of that. And you're exposed. And we're going to start to expose you. You ready? The, the people that redacted, the people that redacted did a great job. All right? And, and here it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this clip for you just to give you an idea of what, um, excuse me, what Pence and Pelosi did on the day of 9-11. And this priest, 9-11? I'm sorry, on January 6th. <laughs> I was going to say, well, how far are we going back here? What's that? No doubt she had something to do with that, too. But Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this through, and you're going to listen to the commentary. I absolutely love uh, what Redacted does. 
I just need to find the exact marker. All right. There it is. All right. At uh, 37. Oh, no. Wrong one. No, 37.54. We're going to play this through. And I'm not going to comment until afterwards because I have big commentary. Because guess what? Mike Pence has been giving testimony to Jack Smith covertly, secretly, about uh, what he knows about how President Trump was out of control on January 6th. He's, you know, he's the lead witness? Yes. Did you know that Mike Pence is? Yes. Mike Pence, traitorous bastard, mm -hmm. involved in 3754. There we go. Hold on. Oh, please tell me. Here we go. Here it is. I'm going to play this through. You guys, I love, love, love the redacted people. Okay? The House and, and the Senate will be able uh, to in roughly an hour. You hear that? You hear that noise right there? Mm -hmm. Watch that. Oh, look, she's really acting it up, given that now she's, she's heard acting. this twice. All right, she's like, here we go. Now, oh my now, gosh, now that's she's, shocking him. She now, shivered. Nancy, we have like, like we have to do the shot again, Nancy. But you, we really you hear really that? Be like, oh my god, they exposed bombshell more this time, and I mean bombshell recording here. I mean, watch. Really? Here we go. Giving more instructions on where to go in the building. Take a look at this. Here you go. There you go. Need help there? There you the go. Hoax the hoax of January sixth. Uh, you want to go this way? All good. All good. You just go that way, guys. Yeah, right down there. Let's walk right through. Pat on the back. Nice to see you. There, I'll show you. I'll, I'll even lead you there. Okay, go ahead. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, police are so terrified of these violent insurgents that they can barely hold the doors. Here's another. They're going to hold the doors for these folks coming through, and I'm just worried that they're going to run me over. They're, they're so violent, and they're going to they're gonna kill me. And so I'm going to hold the, these nice little French doors here open and make sure that they don't smash the glass. And here you go, this way can enter right this down this way if you guys need to use the bathroom or get a coffee or anything like that just it's cold outside warm yourself warm yourselves up here in the, the confines of the capital and i'll hold this door those are more of you guys coming let me just hold the door for you uh and i want to say the next video though honestly guys might be the scariest of them all this video honestly to me this next video here um go ahead and roll it there philip there we go this is the one yeah this is the next video this might be the scariest of them all this video looks like an intermission at a Broadway show. Um, you know, when you go out halfway through a show, if you've ever been to some sort of a musical or orchestra performance or something like that, the only thing missing is a snack bar. You want And the long line only for the ladies' room. Yeah, the ladies' room. And, and there's people just kind of hanging out, milling about. And this goes on for minutes at a time, people taking selfies and saying hi and fist bumping the, the heavily armored police. Asking for instructions, the man there in the gray. Like, yeah. What are, is here? Okay, over there. You there. tell me, and I'll yeah, I'll, I'll do go what wherever you want I want to go. Do. Uh, so yeah, these are some of the newly released videos that you haven't had a chance to see yet. You've seen the heavily edited ones, of course, um, the ones that uh, Liz Cheney wanted you to see. Um, this violent horde could be heard two blocks away, though. You saw the violent hordes there. And two blocks away, there was a brave member of Congress who was held up, hiding in terror. Uh, this brave member of Congress recounted the horrifying moments. I want you to listen. Like, I'm here, and the bathroom door starts going like this. Like, the bathroom door's behind me. 
or rather in front of me and I'm like this and the door hinges right here and I just hear where is she where is she and um this was the moment where I thought everything was over yeah so good thing camera crews were already in place. Uh, coincidentally, Nancy Pelosi and her daughter's production company had cameras ready to go and roll on the moment that something happened that day. I mean, that's amazing, right? Have a full production crew ready to go just in case. And new video emerged this weekend showing how staged the whole thing actually was. Uh, watch an alleged phone call with Mike Pence. You can hear Mike Pence on the phone, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Now, we've never seen this video before until now with this newly released footage. See if you can spot some differences between the video that was released on CNN that we've already seen. It was part of the January Select Committee. It was released on HBO and also on, on CNN. See the difference between the video that was released on CNN of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and the real video that was just released. Because sometimes when you're filming a movie, you have to have multiple takes in order to get the shot just right. How many takes did they have? We only know of two. Here are two examples. And I'm, I'm at the Capitol building. I'm literally standing with uh, the chief of police of, uh, of the U.S. Capitol Police. They believe that uh, the House and the Senate will be able uh, to reconvene. Watch this. What is that? Okay, did you guys notice a difference there? What is that? Do you guys notice any differences? Philip, David, anybody in the chat room? Did you guys spot the difference? I, I just noticed a jump cut, but I didn't really person. spot. Oh, Philip, say it. The third person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Philip, okay. The eagle-eyed observer, okay. Philip, as always. Oh, I thought it was going to be like one of those, one of those <laughs> things is no. not like the other. They filmed it twice. <laughs> okay. It's Phil, it's two different shots. With the same phone call? With the same phony phone call. Like Howard Stern. Did you know about prank. that? But in this, no. can we rerun it? Because in this, in this second version of the, the, the shot, guess who pops in there? Chuck Grassley. A totally different congressman pops in. I guess they didn't catch this in their edits. Unbelievable how this whole thing is watched, staged. Look at this. So there's Chuck Schumer on the right, Nancy Pelosi in her mask. Oh, look, she's really acting it up, given that now she's, she's heard acting. this twice. She's like, wow. Now, oh, my now, gosh, now that's she's, shocking information. She now, shivered. Nancy, we have, like, like, we have to do the shot again, Nancy, but we really need you to be like, oh, my God. We need you to act up a little bit more this time. Can you believe this? You said F. I mean, really? I've never heard him like, how is this not? Mm -hmm. How is this not being investigated right now? How is there not an investigation being called for? Well, I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene just did call for a new investigation and a new January 6th committee on this specific issue, specifically over Nancy Pelosi lying to the committee about any kind of collusion or discussions with Capitol Police. And here there is a phone call with Mike Pence about the Capitol Police. I had no contact with them whatsoever. Here's a phone call. Here's and a totally staging of the event. 
A congressman's not even in the shot on the first time, and then he's there the next time. Who knows which one they decided to run with? Probably the one where she's looking more frantic. Are you kidding me? And we're okay with this? Also, can we just circle back around to the AOC? Because I have questions. Are we supposed to assume that she's just really good at hide-and-go-seek and they didn't find her because she was so good at hiding in the bathroom stalls? Is that what she's trying to tell us? Like, know, they her came life in, was in danger. I mean, they said, in... where is she? Yeah. But I was so good at hiding well, in a bathroom that they didn't find me and they walked away. Because that... I just want to know how she wins hide-and-go-seek like that because I need some tips well, for it playing was a with my seven-year-old. It was a security guard that said that. It wasn't even a... Uh, protester. Oh, and yeah, okay. She, so, but otherwise, she's just really two good because, away. because I also have lived in the United States and I know that bathroom stalls in the United States have, for whatever reason, big gaps in them. Yeah. And are high up off the ground. Nowhere else in the world does that. Why do we do this, America? Why do we have bathroom stalls that we can see through? So she's just supposed to be really good at hide and go seek. They I just guess. didn't find her. Like, he, he, All right. But they let me let me ask that, you a question. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's let me amazing. let me ask you a question. Well, first let me. Why ask you is something. there not an investigation just on that alone? And VP Pence is supposed to be the the lead uh, witness. Okay, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. lead witness right now with Jack Smith, and President Trump is asking about the operation that was going on, and the DOJ right now knowing full well. That Jack Smith is giving them, giving him everything he needs, and the judge is going to say that's it. You got what you got, mm -hmm. okay? And they're going to block it. And the DOJ—they're the only ones they got it in their secret safe, okay? Because there was a freaking coup d'état that was going on, and the GOJ was part of it. I believe that the Department of Justice and their cronies that wear black robes at the federal bench is one of the most corrupt coup entities of my lifetime. How do I know this? Because they did it to me, and they practiced with me, and now they're doing it to President Trump. And guess who else? You and your country. Mm -hmm. If you are not pissed off about the corruption that exists in this system. And by the way, I'm not calling for anything radical. I'm calling for law. I'm calling for order. And they're refusing to maintain it. Mm -hmm. They're refusing to enforce the law. I will do it then. We, the people, will do it then. How many of you are with me? Yeah, that's right. Get those freaking nooses out. You're going to be hung, okay? And not and only that, Pete, but the consensus was, if you go back to AOC and the staging of all of this, uh, the consensus, I thought, was that she was not even in the building. She was two blocks away. When it happened. She was right? two blocks away. And... You know, is she saying that they came into the, the building that she was in? Because mm. I had never, I've never heard anything about that. You, right? didn't, you and, didn't hear about her well, uh, recitation of that, of that whole thing that took place? No, no, no. I've heard all that. This is, this is nothing new. I mean, I've heard mm. all that. He's showing where people were acting and pretending and staging. But she... Uh, was so overly dramatic when she came out with her rendition. And I thought it was popular consensus that AOC, it ended up that she was not even in the Capitol building that day, mm. that she was far away from what was happening. She was in a completely different building and that she was in the restroom and uh, was it a security guard? I think it was like a security guard or somebody came in. 
or was out in the hallway um, saying, where is she? Because they wanted to get her in, into a safer place, right? right. And she, so she lied completely and made it sound like she was in the Capitol and was being, you know, being stalked and she was afraid of being raped that day, right? That's right. That's exactly right. Now, listen, mm -hmm. now we're going to segue to the next thing, all right? And I'm going to say this, if you have not seen it, it, it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing that took place. And I'm also going to say, I like Bill Maher. As a matter of fact, I would like it if, Bill, no, I like Bill Maher. I don't like his politics. He's a leftist, right? But you know what? The guy's a truth teller. If he discovers some truth and says, hey, you're going after Trump for stupid crap. He'll I've say heard that. him do that. I have heard yeah, him Yeah, he do does that. do that, right? He's only going But he by, hates Trump. He, oh, he hates Trump, right. But he doesn't think that that's right. But guess what? He's allowed to be a leftist. Kind of like Russell Brand, you know, is a, you know, he's a leftist, right? But it, yeah, he's a but truth teller. In the same in the same interview with Oliver Stone, Pete, he goes after Trump and he talks about the uh, January 6th committee and how wonderful is Cheney and all these people were, uh, you know, during this whole ordeal. So, uh, you know, I don't put too much stock in no, no, the no, law. This is, okay. And I'm neither not, does I'm Oliver not Stone, putting, I'm not putting stock in, in what? What's that? You're not putting stock in who? And, and Oliver Stone doesn't put too much stock into him either. I mean, he... He doesn't. No. Yeah. But, but this is what I will say. I know enough about Bill Maher. I don't like his politics. I don't like the side he represents. Mm -hmm. And he's just uh, really just letting them just diddle him with <laughs> lies. So I'm sympathetic to the fact that if he were given the truth, he'd come out and say, I, I know he would. I know mm -hmm. he would. I've seen him do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's so freaking stupefied by these people. Yeah. I mean, him being a leftist, which I don't like, yeah. limits his freaking brain. He's a bright guy. Well, and the, they're lying to him. The and one he, thing for what? sure, Pete, mm -hmm. is that Bill Maher is inviting the other side of issues. Right. You know, not just Trump and not just even though the the conversation eventually devolves into into that. But he... he he from time to time has the other side on there and lets people speak and he gets he gets pretty um he gets pretty slam dunk dunked from time to time so he uh, does. in that spirit i hear what you're saying so i'm sympathetic to the fact that he's been dumbed down by his own people that mm. because he's a leftist he's limited in scope as to what truth uh he can even be exposed to mm -hmm. all right now I'm going to say this. We're going to kind of jump forward. We can go back to uh, the January 6th thing because my my transcript thing. Hold on one second. Cheney, come on. Oh, my God, this thing. Oh, so slow with the search. Okay. I'm going to play this. Now, January 6th stuff, okay? Massive mm -hmm. grand conspiracy, we'll come back to that, all right? Joe Biden had to be put in office. He had to be. Mm -hmm. They had to get him in. The Central Intelligence Agency mm -hmm. has been doing really bad things in Ukraine, okay? Now, 
Now, Bill Maher is approached about the topic of Ukraine, all right? And, and listen to how he responds, all right? And like I said, he's hanging out with the left. He's a leftist. So he's limited, well, bright guy, limited in scope as to what opinion he can form because he's been, he's been so lied to and isolated. Uh -huh. he, I don't even think he knows how to Google anymore. <laughs> uh, right? I agree. A listen lot of to, people don't. Listen yeah. to this. Leak. And not bats. It's worse than that, I think. Because what, what are the labs in Ukraine? What, what is that about the American labs over there? As if we're dumping in Ukraine all the things that we... Wait, 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 all what, the what, what are you talking about, American labs? The labs that we have in Ukraine. All For? Those, for development of uh, research. All right. Of what? On all kinds of research, agricultural. Uh, we okay. He's genuine. Mm -hmm. He's genuine. Yeah. Okay. I think he was, one I of think the he brightest really men, one that. of the most successful men. He's a guy that's on the other side of the political spectrum that I don't mm -hmm. like. He's a leftist. He's hanging out with a bunch of leftards. Really bright, real successful, all that money, all that fame, fortune, and influence. And what does he do in the end? He stands there hung like a light switch in the middle of, <laughs> of traffic. Right. He's just dumbified. Like he, mm -hmm. he hasn't even learned how to Google. He doesn't even know that what Oliver Stone just told him is not only factually correct. I'm going to back it up right here. They were Watch. gaining a function. Huh? They were gaining a function. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Laboratories. Not just for research, yeah. you know. And by the not way, just your regular research. And I will say this: that contained on the Hunter Biden laptop was information about Metabiota. Okay, what mm -hmm. was Metabiota? One of the SARS-CoV-2 freaking uh, bioweapon labs in Ukraine somebody, that Hunter Biden was connected to. Somebody just said uh, Bill Maher doesn't know this. Somebody just said that Bill looks like a pedophile. Uh, guess what? Mm. He was accused. He it, it was common knowledge mm. in his circles in New York and Hollywood yeah. that he had a thing for young girls. Listen to this. Listen. Mm -hmm. Have labs in Ukraine? We had. Had. Well, I don't know. They kind of buried it. Do you remember she admitted it? Newland admitted it? Admitted what? Uh, she said uh, we had uh, labs there. <laughs> we, why was that controversial? Well, were were we making anthrax? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe or new versions of it. I mean, we don't know. That's the point, Bill. It was buried. Come on. I'm surprised that you... you I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know that. You're right. This is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. This is why we have to, and here's my point here as we start to wrap this up, because I'm going to play something. What they're saying over on MSNBC is important. Not because of what they're going to say to you. It's all a lie. You need to know what's happening on MSNBC. You need to know what's happening on CNN. You know why? Because they got freaking brilliant people weaponized. This mm. guy is literally a weapon, okay? He could potentially be directing his fire and energy at President Trump. And President Trump is yet another victim of this freaking coup and this lie. This guy says he doesn't know about the weapons labs. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? One of the brightest, most influential people doesn't know the bare basics like they're killing people with Ukraine bioweapons labs. I read the treaty where the, our Pentagon was in charge of it in 2006. He's That's like, right. uh, I didn't know. I didn't know about that. What are they? 
they are bioweapons labs, by the way. They're doing really bad things. He said, are they developing anthrax? Worse. Worse than anthrax. And guess what? Here is um, somebody uh, who I don't like either, and he softballed her, okay? Because that idiot freaking carpet muncher um, hmm. named Marco Rubio softballed her. I could have tore Newland apart with questions, but he got one thing out and caught her off guard. Listen. Well, um, I only have a minute left. Let me ask you. Um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from. First of all, there's a reason why I'm not a U.S. senator. Uh -huh. uh, because I say, hey, thank you very much for showing up. The Honorable Undersecretary of State, Victoria Newland, I appreciate that, by the uh -huh. way. And I pull out a 357 and I say, on behalf of all mankind, what you did in 2013 and 14 to overthrow the Ukraine uh, and just freaking shoot her right in the punani. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, no, but no, if I were, but I'm not. That's why I don't want to be a U.S. senator. Yeah, it's a good you know? idea. No, but what, what did she do? Okay, what did she do in 13 and 14? What did she do? She removed, mm -hmm. controlled, stacked. I, I could play. Don't make me go there. Okay, I have a documentary. Mm -hmm. All right. She put in Cleach. Remember Cleach? Oh, yes. Absolutely. She said F the EU. Mm -hmm. And then she installed a Svoboda party. She sure did. In the right sector. The yep. Nazis. Okay. And Her, that would John just McCain, in what country that, yeah. in what country am I not allowed to pull out a 357 and shoot the person that's running the Nazi war movement in the world? In what the country? United States, you're not exactly. That. That's why it's illegal, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. not, I'm not going to be senator. But Marco right. Rubio, listen to him, Mr. Neocon. Of course, got to go with the whole Russia narrative. What does this freaking carpet dancer do? Uh, <laughs> What, what does he do? He says, oh, well, now let's talk about Russia. Because he's got money coming in his back pocket. Mm -hmm. And, of course, leverage over his head for being a sexual deviant. But he's a deep stater, too. Just like she is. Falling into the hands of the Russians. Uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind it? Hmm. So what did the guy do? Okay. Sure. Russia, he'd, Russia, he'd be, Russia. He'd be terrible at porn. Okay. Mm. Because he'd be eating uh, uh, chocolate chip cookies during the money shot. You know what I mean? Like, he checks out, right? Oh, be, boy. During the money shot, he says, let's have cupcakes. All right. Oh, well, that's a freaking party. Uh, that, you know what I mean? It's a uh, party pooping uh, thing to do. What are mm -hmm. you doing? Dude, we're making a movie here. You're supposed to freaking seal the deal. And he goes, and the Russians would do it. Really? Okay. <laughs> Where was Marco Rubio? On the one key piece of evidence, you know what it's called? What? The Hunter Biden laptop. Where was mm -hmm. he? Where was he? Uh, 
when the FBI was running around trying to suppress information about the Hunter Biden laptop. They contained information about Metabiota, okay, mm-hmm. and Hunter mm-hmm. Biden's involvement and him mm-hmm. having access to a really unfettered access to the intel services. He's on Burisma board with Kofor Black, CIA, right? He's taking money. He's on the take. He's got a bioweapons lab with Metabiota, right? He's on the take with the Chinese. Where was Marco Rubio? Where was he? Huh? Marco Rubio is going after the Russians. And it's easy to do if you got Gerber baby food, geriatric freaking wrecking ball Biden in office. Mm. It's a payday for like, why would you bring down a, a, an election fraud thing and uncover freaking uh, bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Why would you expose all that if you're going to get paid through what Biden's doing? Marco Rubio, you scumbag. Put your freaking panties hose, hose on and get out on the front porch because that's where you're going to be and it's going to be cold. You want to keep your freaking your, your legs a little bit warmer. It's going to be cold. We're going to throw these freaking bums out. I'm telling you. Why is it important that there's bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Why? Why is it? They're mm-hmm. killing people. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? Does everybody understand this? VP Mike Pence, I, I'm going to dig so far into this. Nancy Pelosi and Pence involved in this scripted thing. CNN, oh, and Mike Pence, he's in the, he's very, very courageous and stands in the face of tyranny with Ray Epps, you know. And then they're doing a documentary film. Isn't it amazing how there was a documentary film there standing by with Nancy saggy tits Pelosi? Mm-hmm. Huh? Isn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> oh, 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 my goodness. I'm going way, 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 way off the rails here, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Um, We are in a situation where the American people and the populist movement is the front line of defense in this country, right? Senator Johnson says it best. Did you hear what Senator Johnson said? Is this new? What? Is it new? Relatively new. You know what he says? Pay attention. Because I'm not overblowing things. It's not a radical concept to consider that we're right in the middle of not just a coup of the United States of America. It's a global coup. That, uh, you know, the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly. Why can't the American people know that there were side effects with the vaccine? This is all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 yes, that occurred in this. late 2019 prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. Again, yeah. you know, th- this is very concerning in terms of what has happened, what is happening, uh, what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed, but unfortunately, there, there are very few people, even in Congress, that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, they, they all push the vaccine. Uh, they don't want to, you know, be, be made aware of the fact that the vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused. They all have a conflict of interest because mm-hmm. everybody charged with the duties of protecting the American people and humanity have failed us, ladies and gentlemen. They're now complicit unless they come out and say, not only was I wrong, 
but I'm going to arrest Marco Rubio for what he said to me in the coat room. I'm going to order the marshals to come in and put Nancy Pelosi in shackles. I'm going to get take care of business. I don't want to be a congressman. I, I want to be in charge of rounding these people up and bringing them to the gallows. Uh, that's the service to our country. If you choose to stay on the other side of those white walled buildings in Washington, D.C., that 10 square miles, we're coming for you. And we're coming for you right now and every single day. So help me God, and we will not stop. And if you want our way of life, you got to get past us. And if you do, and you might, you will get charcoal. Right now, everybody better be doing something. Something. I don't care if you want to be a stamp licker, okay? Make a decision to participate. Don't you dare sit there on the other side of this thing, whether we win or lose, to say, well, I'm sorry, children or grandchildren. I, I didn't do anything because I just thought somebody else was going to. You better do something right now. Right now, today. As soon as we get off this show, say, I'm going to go do something.